Welcome everyone to the MCU special part one of a four-part special ser- specialty series that we're going to be doing. Before we get started, though, we were kind of in the middle of a conversation. We decided to record. I guess. Uh, so, but who are we first? We are we are the Victor Podcast. I'm Ben and T. McClure. With me, as always, Ben Magnet. I'm Thor, the God of Thunder. Ryan Eliopoulos. <laughs> I thought you were Iron Man. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Sparks. Uh, hey. <laughs> so what are you, Bruce Banner? Yeah, yeah I'm super awkward and sometimes so I get the, angry, I guess. The difference between us, what we're going to do, and another other special that I'm probably going to be doing this is we are not going in release order. We are going in continuity order. A point of contention for a lot of fans and a lot of even the MCU itself. Don't really understand why, but all right, screw it. So... We were talking, Ryan. What was your your continuity? I order? said Thor was first because the very first thing we see is seven ninety five eighty. Ryan, seriously, <laughs> nine fifty six. Nine fifty six. Thank you. Uh, what do I think the order is? Yeah. So real quick, okay, what so, did you say was the order? Uh, I said it was uh, Captain America. Yes. Uh, Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, I messed up and said something else, but it's Iron you Man. Said too. the Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. But like, the and then we said no. <laughs> the last three are basically interchangeable, kind of in a way. Okay, Ben. Yeah. And then you said uh, Captain America. Captain America, First Adventure, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, The Incredible Hulk, Thor the Dark World, and then we go into the Not Thor the Dark World. No. Frack. Thor. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so this is actually the... uh, Sparks and I have entered into many a healthy debate over this this lineup of the the Phase 1 films. Go on. So, and and basically, Sparks, you say... Do you mean my order? Yeah. Uh, I used to say Cap... uh, I used to argue that Captain America should still come before Avengers. I, I kind of held to release order, I guess. Yeah. For these ones. Uh, after a while, I decided that Captain America did fit better before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put Iron Man after, or Incredible Hulk after Iron Man. But now I say Captain America, Iron Man, uh, Iron Man 2, Incredible Hulk, Thor. So, okay. So, I would say, and I, for the longest time, I would always say Captain America, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, The Incredible Hulk. And the only reason why is because there's a, a prequel comic called Fury's Big Week. It's an Avengers Prelude comic. Yes, yes. It's pretty good, actually. Yes. It, uh, they, those comics aren't very good anymore, but they started out pretty strong. Um, the Black Widow one specifically, I think, is actually pretty good. Um, the Basically saying that Thor, Iron Man 2, and The Incredible Hulk all take place within a week. The Incredible Hulk being a week's time in in yes in, in just the timeline of the movie, <coughs> so the Incredible Hulk ends at the farthest point of that timeline at that point according to that comic. Now, watching these films, I I started watching them in release order this time. Uh, watching them in that order, I was like, now you know I could totally see how the Incredible Hulk should go before Iron Man and Iron Man Two, which is oh before Iron Man. No, before uh, between you Iron said Man Iron Man and Iron Man. Oh, sorry, it's between Iron Man Two and Iron okay. Man. Okay. Okay, and uh, that was something that I didn't agree with. Agree with, uh, and you texted me that you finally saw. I, I, I did. I did. Out. So, uh, so now we're reversed again, but on the sides that we used to. So uh, let on. me. The, my counter argument to this has always been: I read that same comic because I borrowed it from Brandon, and I just don't enjoy it that much. I've never been a big fan of the idea that all three of these happened in a week anyway. That seems real convoluted and convenient. Yeah. Um, I've never been a big fan of that. Uh, for me, it's always been about what makes the most enjoyable marathon experience without extenuating information. If I'm not, if I'm a person who just watches the movies and I'm not thinking about some comic continuity, I think it looks better to watch now. Personally, my opinion, it looks better to watch Captain America, Iron Man, Iron Man Two, uh, Incredible Hulk, Thor, because I think the movies flow to each other better 
the cues for them mm-hmm. are more like you know the things you see to tee up the next one. And I we, think they we flow watched better. it in that order, right? No, we watched Incredible yeah. Hulk after Iron Man, oh, and I and, and, and when we were done, you, that's when you asked me like. Oh, so wait, when does the... We will finish Iron Man the 2. You're like, oh, scene. so the consultant thing from Incredible Hulk happens after this, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yes, it does. And I'd always thought that that moment queued up Iron Man 2 a little better. Uh, but watching it this time, I was like, oh, no, I guess, I guess watch Iron Man 2 because you see the footage from, from the Incredible Culver Hulk. University stuff yeah. at the end of Iron Man 2. And that queues up Incredible Hulk and you go to that. And then yeah. I, I like Thor as a lead into Avengers. Yeah. yeah. I don't like... Incredible Hulk as a lead into Avengers. I don't think that makes good marathon order. So now my my whole thing is I had a really hard time getting through Iron Man two this time. Um, I don't think that movie's aging very well, and I think specifically this one like oh boy, yeah, oh boy. Uh, so yeah. I think having from I- from going from Iron Man to Iron Man two that's rough. So putting Incredible Hulk in between there a I breather. You need a breather. Yeah, you need that breather. Yeah, so I'm actually because when we watched it, because we watched it with um in your in the order of um. Sparks, Ryan, and I, we watched Captain America, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, then Thor. And I actually really liked how we talked or how we saw, um, ah, crap, Baskets. How we saw Iron Man 2, or Iron Man 1, went into the Incredible Hulk, had a nice little breather, and then went to Iron Man 2. But we were talking a lot during Iron Man 2, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were talking a lot during Thor, but that's just because Thor's fun. Yeah, I think I I do think that it when you're marathoning, it's kind of nice to have a break between Iron Man and Iron Man Two. Yeah, I agree with that, but I can also see the merit of Incredible Hulk after Iron Man Two. I, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, I but I don't. But I don't agree with Thor before Incredible Hulk at all. No, I don't think that makes mer- good marathon watching. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, definitely agree. I don't think Incredible Hulk should be last for sure. Right, definitely not. Go leading into a different Hulk immediately. I think I think part of that is also just the Incredible Hulk came out the same year as Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Like and if you apart. put it right after you've watched Thor, it really feel you feel like a step backward. Well, okay. also I like how at the very end of Iron Man because when I first saw Iron Man back in 08, I didn't see Tilly and Credits. I didn't know there was a thing after you messed that. Up. And then when I went a few months, la- a few weeks later, I go into Incredible Hulk, and then Tony Stark walks in. He's like, "Hey, putting the t- a team together." That's when my the gears in my head started turning, going, "No." Yeah. Did you know about the Avengers? Did I, you know who the Avengers were at the time? I did. I the way I knew the Avengers was that it was the Marvel version of the Justice League. Uh, that's not. I, I'm I, not wrong. I knew the Avengers. I knew the I Avengers because I was steeped in the Ultimate Comics at the time. I knew oh, the that's... Avengers had Captain America. Um, Thor and Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Those were the only big three I knew. I was born with a Marvel comic in my hand, so like <laughs> I, I knew all this stuff. Okay, right. so this is like in the in the days before I went like really deep into nerd stuff, like I am now. So let's go through it. <laughs> you merely adopted the nerd. I was born into it, <laughs> bitch. I was born into the nerd too. Dude. You literally just said <laughs> I was talking about like I would not no, in the Marvel side. I was more of a DC kid. You know yeah, this. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it movie by movie. Okay. So let's do what, what order are we going in? We'll get there. I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping this would solve a problem. It yeah. didn't. Um, it's, conver- so it's a it's conversation it's about the first phase. I think. I think it's really just is Incredible Hulk <laughs> before Iron Man two, after Iron Man two, or no? It's. I think for the breather of Iron Man two is a rough film. You need to. You need. A, you need a break. You need the break. I think. I, yeah. I between wait. Iron Man and Iron Man two. Yes. Great. I think having wow. Been, all these years later, you finally come around to that. I, yeah, that's crazy. Wait, okay, so I'm fine with that. We so we're for sure agreeing that we should wa- that you should sandwich Incredible Hulk or you should Iron Man sandwich. Yeah, yeah, Iron even Man sandwich where the Incredible Hulk has the juicy center. And, yep. and we'll talk about it. But right. Even it's though uh, Tony Stark is queued up as the consultant at the end of Iron Man Two, mm-hmm. 
and that's that's technically before the end of Incredible Hulk. You'd still watch Incredible Hulk before Iron Man yeah. 2. Yeah. Just because that post credit scene is at the end of the movie doesn't mean it takes place at the same time. It's not a post credit scene. Are you, you it's it's I mean. the end of the film. Yeah. That's what I mean, but like, it could still epilogue. be some time after. Right. Like, now, where, right. Yeah. Did Incredible Hulk get a little bit worse than I remember? Because no. I remember watching Incredible Hulk when I first saw it in theaters. I thought it was great. Well, we'll get there. Let's, yeah, okay. Captain, Let's America. Get into it, Captain America I, first. I okay. firmly disagree. Um, so I said a little bit, not that much. Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. My favorite Marvel movie. Is it still your favorite Marvel movie? Still. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do we think about this one? First impressions going into it. Uh, how is this changed? First going into it again. <laughs> no, no. I've seen this movie nine times. How many times have we seen this movie? Boy, I don't. I don't know if I remember. <laughs> like shoot back to 2011. What'd you guys think about this? I was again like, and because I'm, I was a Marvel Marvel shill since birth. Like I believed in all of this. I be, I believed in the in the casting for everyone. I was like, man, all this looks cool. Like I believe that Marvel knows what they're doing, and luckily they did. So like, We're, I'm happy with all of these movies. Mostly. Yeah, Ryan, that arc reactorian chest isn't a tattoo; it's a birthmark. You're right. Were you at Comic Con with us the year yeah, came out? I was there. Yeah, so you nice. went to the screening with us. Yeah, yeah. You got the post. Right, yeah, yeah, that was very, fun. Very that was cool. a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, we, uh, like Spark said, alluded to, we saw this. We saw the premiere at Comic Con, twenty eleven, twenty eleven. Lucky, yeah, yeah it, it was, was cool. They gave us exclusive posters. They were really rad. I still have that poster. It's awesome. Same. Um, yeah, this and it's still like <coughs> from that moment on, that movie was my favorite Marvel movie, uh, and I, I don't think it's ever changed. I'll tell you what, um, I I've, I always liked the movie, but. I was, t- I was talking to you about Sparks. Like, right. upon reflection, knowing that, like, this might be Chris Evans' last role in Endgame, you know, not like he's going to die, but his his stature is over. Uh, I was like, man, this guy's had the charisma from day one. Oh, yeah. Like, like as, like, skinny young Steve, like, it's he's always been great. That was such good casting. And, yeah. and that's what Marvel's really good at is getting getting people who are going to last. And, yeah. like, and it's it's really impressive. Taking how, chances taking on Taking chances yeah. and, and seeing him grow throughout all these movies, but seeing him start as the frail Steve <coughs> Rogers, man. It's, <coughs> it's, it's a great movie. I, looking back, or even watch after watching first Avenger and looking into all the other Avengers, Avengers movies and especially Civil War, Steve never changed. Like, um, um, Tony Stark changed. Like, he goes from, like, this cocky, like, I'm going to sleep with uh, the smoking hot blonde the first time I see her, while she's grilling me on weapons, on weapons, and he goes into like more somber stuff. Where Steve never, he was always like, "It's the right thing to do. I'm going to do it." Even when he was like, He's a boy scout." Even when he was uh, puny and uh, um, skinny, and he was getting his ass kicked every day. First time we see the character, when he, and they're like, uh, "Wow, a lot of people are dying out there." Almost makes you think twice about enlisting. Is nope, nope, nope. Yeah, and he and even when Bucky shows up, he's like, "Ah, so f- <coughs> you're from uh, New Jersey now, huh?" Man. Yeah. He tries five times to get in because he just wants to serve his country. He wants or, to do his part. I love yeah. Stanley Tucci in the movie He's so, good. so much. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, like the the whole bit is like, I'm not interested in the fail. I'm interested in the five tries. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like that whole that whole thing where he's like, you know, we have a lot of big men. Perhaps all we needed. I was a little guy. Yeah, I I have love hate feelings about this movie still mm-hmm. because uh, I don't like how much it skips over some of the time that I wish they'd spent more of the movie sure. on of, of him There's actually a fighting the war with the Howling Commandos and yeah. everything. That I didn't realize it's supposed to be years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that's like a couple of weeks. Yeah, I wish, I wish it was expanded on more. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I could give up chunks of the film in other places to get more of that time period. You know what was interesting watching this film, again, watching all these Phase 1 films again, how different their cinematography is. It's before they mold it to the, Marvel, to the Marvel method. Like, you look mm-hmm. at The Incredible Hulk, which we'll get into, Thor... Iron Man, Iron Man 2 less so, but Captain America, each one has a very different cinematography style, different camera movements. Yeah, Thor the Dutch angles. 
Yeah. Or the Dutch <laughs> angles, absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Kenneth Branagh loves Kenneth them Dutch angles. He is yeah. not afraid to move the camera yeah. <laughs> a lot. Um, yeah, Captain America's a little too tight on faces yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, I think you know Joe Johnston who did Captain America: uh, The First Avenger. I think this this film. You Have you guys know, seen The Rocketeer? Not yet. No. I own it though. I really want to see it. Guys, do you feel like Captain America? Just watch Rocketeer. I'm sure. I like Joe, yeah, I like Joe Johnston. Oh, Joe yeah. Johnston. Um, yeah, this film is. This film has a. I, I get what you mean. You've had those. You've had those thoughts since day one. Yes. Um, it doesn't mean I don't like the movie. Yeah. I just um, and and this has only been compounded on that the Captain America's films since have less and less. This isn't untrue. Less and less focused on Steve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't loved that. Uh, yeah. And I watching this one again, I was like, man, it's really nice when there's a movie that's actually talking about Steve and focusing on right. Steve. Yeah, because uh, Winter Soldier's a good movie. Doesn't do it though. Yeah. So much of the Phase Two <coughs> slate, which we'll get into later uh, in, a, in the next episode. Um, the wow. Luda. So there's a dog chewing there's a my, big old. My bone. dog is chewing on a big old bone. Um, <laughs> the Phase Two slate is so much a reaction to the critic response of much of the Phase One slate. Um, if you look at yep. Iron Man three, Thor: The Dark World, and Captain America: The Winter Soldier, it's all is that Guardians as well? Guardians as well, but I'm like talking about the sequels. Oh, There's yeah, so yeah. much reaction of how the critics responded to the Phase one films. Yeah, it's, it's a mixed bag there. And we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll dive into them. that later. Yeah. Um, but it is. I remember you and I having discussions way back when that we wish that Cap had never woken up in the present. That there had been multiple movies set in 1945. Yeah, in an ideal world, I wish there had been more expanded on. I could have used, yeah, I <clears throat> in this phase, if I could, I wish that there had been two Captain Americas rather than two Iron Mans. Same. Yeah, set. In I, I, yeah, I find, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm down with that. Especially because I feel we got was Iron Man too, <laughs> and we could have gotten right. <laughs> and we could have gotten two Captain Americas yeah. set during the World War. Yeah, but they didn't want to start with Captain America because if they had and screwed that up, then their whole franchise yeah. is tanked. Right, but if you start with Iron Man, and even then it doesn't screw up. It's, it's still like, taking a chance, but it's a smaller chance. Hi- historically, yeah. like I, I agree that Iron Man was the way to start, yeah, and it and it worked. Yeah. I agree with that. that. I just wish that we got two Captain Americas instead of two Iron, Iron Mans Man became, at the time. Because of Iron Man one in two thousand eight, <laughs> that he became a household name. Before in two thousand seven, you go up to someone, a Casey Casual, be like, "Hey, so what do you think of Iron Man?" Iron Who? Yeah, I've I've, sa- I've said it multiple times throughout the years, but like it's a great song before that movie. Before oh, that movie, yeah. like like Civil War, Civil War in the comics was the biggest thing Iron Man was involved in. Like he was yeah. a sealess character. He always was, and it's it's through the movies that launched him into the comics into hey, superstardom. My brother, when the Civil Wars come out, do you remember that that hoodie and that shirt of the Civil War that was that everyone was wearing from Hot yes. Topic? Mm-hmm. My brother had that hoodie, and one of his buddy, his bandmates when, when after he got it, he pointed Captain America like, "Ha ha, you're dead." From the now. movie or the comic? Comic. There was a, a Civil War hoodie from the. There comic? was a Civil War wow, hoodie. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's a T-shirt and a hoodie that Hot Topic sold back in the day. And a buddy go and my brother's buddy goes. I was like, How "Hey, that Captain America's dead." And I'm in the corner reading my Superman book, going, "He dead? What? He what?" They made headline news when they killed Captain America in yeah. the comics. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Captain yeah. America: The First Avenger. First Avenger. I, th- I think this film is. I think this film is. Hugo Waving's great. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Thank you for result. saying that. Thank you for like, saying honestly, that. Honestly, honestly, a lot of the Phase One villains get a lot of flack. Uh, for not being as well defined as they probably should be, but I actually think there's some gems in there, and yeah. I think he, Hugo Weaving's performance as the Red Skull is one of them. Yeah, no, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving is the I in the in Phase One, not counting Avengers, best villain. In Phase One, in Phase in Phase One, not oh. counting Avengers. Loki, well, Loki's in Thor though, but he's is not he really, really the, the villain though. Yeah, because he's yeah fights, he's definitely he the fights, villain of he Thor. He fights villain. Thor at the end of the movie. I, I would say villi- Loki's an attack. Uh, no, Loki's the I, villain. I, of Thor. I would I would 
I think I'd agree with Ben. I think Hugo Weaving is stronger in First Avenger as a villain than than Loki is in Thor. Yeah. Interesting. Because not okay. only does Hugo not that Loki isn't a good character, yeah. but I think Hugo Weaving is a more effective and engaging he is more a villain. traditional villain. And also, he's more engaging. And yeah. also, Loki shows up in other films. Every <laughs> single villain besides Loki, and once again, we're not counting Avengers yet. They don't show up. I mean. Maybe Red Skull is the exception because he shows up in Infinity War way down the line. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but it's back in 2011, time, we all thought he was dead. Yeah, some people. I like, never thought he was no, dead. I, I, I was about was to mention either. that. I was about to mention that you, Brandon, Cosmic were the first Keeps. one to tell me. Sorry, I don't mean to point. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> that for those of you listening, he pointed. I was at me, pointing, yeah, and I was very offended. I'm sorry. But Brandon, you were telling me that you didn't think he was dead, and I was thinking, like, dude, he was shot in space. That was dead. I legitimately thought he was going to be the villain of the first Avengers movie <laughs> with Loki. Yeah. With the Tesseract stuff, I thought he was going to make a comeback. I always thought he was going to come back somehow. I just didn't think it would be did. 10 years later. I didn't think so. <laughs> I didn't I either. Did. Until Well, I I hoped that they would bring back the Red Skull, but once Hugo Weaving said, I'm out, I'm like, well, that's probably unlikely. That's but I, I never thought they killed him. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Until that point, because the, the comic book trope at the time, or the comic book film trope, was like, your villain is going to die in this movie. They're not going to... Lots of villains died at the end of, it, of multiple yeah. comic book movies. Yep. They're not going to live. Like, we're Ironmongers, Tony. He dead. <laughs> Oh, we'll, get to, we'll get to that. We'll get yeah, to. but they never came back except for the Red Skull and Loki. Yeah, so Red Skull... Well, Red Skull had a very... His was Hugo long Weaving's, later. Hugo Weaving's performance is really good. In this film, he's very charismatic, and I love his I love his, his um, um, German accent. I went oh, through yeah. literally every nationality before I settled on <laughs> German for Italian, a second. Italian, I French. said Irish for a second. <laughs> I was like, nope. Um, his that German, man is British. His German accent yeah. is really good. When he, the reveal when the, he rips off his face, not just that, but that when he gets the punch and yeah, there's just and the, the edge yeah. of the red under his eye, yeah. and you're like, that looks real weird. We forget I, Filch is at the beginning <laughs> of this movie. He, he is. He's guarding the Tesseract. Yeah, yeah. I also, and the Red Skull looks great. Yeah, yeah I also love the, how he when uh, him and uh, Steve first meet in that Hydra base, he's like. Captain America. I, I, that now what that it, it's fine. Kind of accent, but he's talking about I love your comic books because this is the point where he's I like, love no, your films. I, I love your films. Yeah, yeah, he's like I love your films. He's like oh, I'm a great admirer of your films. There you go. That's a better German accent than I was going for. There's one line where like Steve's gonna break some people out of prison, and he's like, "Don't worry, I punched Hitler over 200 times." Yeah, yeah. yeah. like wait, what? <laughs> uh, and then of course, like when he gets Bucky, he's like, "Did you grow? T- How did you get taller? Join the army." Yeah, Ta- talking about the the Red Skull stuff and Hitler. Uh, I wish the scene where Hitler's uh, men come to Schmidt. I kind of wish that whole scene was in German. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. It's kind of not a good reason for it not to be, but whatever. Yeah. Since we start the film with you know them speaking yeah. German, yeah. Yeah. no, this, we start the film with them speaking speaking Scandinavian, right? But I mean, yeah. like it's yeah, yeah. I guess Hugo even can speak other languages. And it's yeah. like okay, why aren't we doing this whole thing in German? Yeah. Um, but that last guy's but that last that last guy's scream is great. <laughs> where he just oh. turns from the door and he just you, lets you, out that loud <laughs> scream. Sparks, you pointed this out to me where he, where Hugo Weaving, Red Skull, actually counts them to remind himself there's three people there. So when he kills them all, yeah, d- d- yeah, uh, yeah. Hugo Weaving, um, Toby Jones is pretty good. Too. Toby Jones is fun oh, as, as Doctor Zola. Yeah. I like yes. him as Doctor um, Zola. One of the, so one of the things I, you know, there's always a there's always a case. I, this last time for Infinity War, there's always a case for watching these movies as they were released because if you go from Thor to Captain America, you start seeing the the building blocks of the Tesseract. Yeah, sure, sure. Oh, when when he op- when he holds the tesseract and Yggdrasil shows up in the sky and he gets shot through Yggdrasil. You were oh, right, really good. with Captain America, where the 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 laser gu- uh, shots are arc reactor noises. Yeah, so which they makes are. me think that they that uh, Howard did some shady shit did studying of the tesseract with Hydra yeah. stuff. So the test, so the arc reactor is actually like tesseract technology or something. Well, that was the implication in Avengers, which yeah. we're not going to touch on a yeah. lot. But the new arc reactor is definitely based on. 
Um, the one from the 70s. The Tesseract. Yeah, yeah. No, the one that he, yeah, the one that he made is based off the, the Tesseract. Uh, I just, I, I, that's a nice little touch that they don't really build upon, but like it's there if you want to, if you want to look. Howard Stark's really great in this movie too. Yeah, I love is. Dominic Cooper he's as so Howard f- Stark. Oh, he's yeah. so good. And of course, Haley Atwell. Haley Atwell. Is a Man, angel? I got to meet her uh-huh. once. Uh, you did? I had one of those like stupid, Los An- like one of the stupid like science fiction cons. Yeah. Uh, and she's, I love her. She's I wonderful. The, biggest fan. the, the only show that I ever want to keep because Agent Carter is Agent Carter because yeah. those those that's two like, seasons I didn't watch are the second solid. season but that I, first one's good those, uh, I mean those they don't need to do anything more than they do no they don't and we Agent get, Carter and, and we get more of the Howling Commandos in it yes we do yeah yes, which is do. nice oh Dum Dum Dugan's a little racist in this movie but then there's also bit. that appearance of the Howling Commandos in Agent Carter in a se- she season of Shield yes there is mm. yes there is oh, yeah. um yeah Dum Dum I love the Howling Commandos in them I think all of those characters you know what there could be more of them but they're very well defined yeah I also didn't like, realize how the they, get-go how they did how they put a I, fir- I never real. I don't think I ever realized this before I saw it again but they put his rank on his bowler hat I love yeah. that uh-huh. yeah he he's really good. he's really fun in this Neil McDonough yeah um there's he's great yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of fun, the, fun stuff. Um, with them. The guy from Fresno, um, the Asian. I'm Jones. from Fresno. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I love that actor because he had a really good part, a uh, decent part on Sons of Anarchy. So yeah. seeing him yeah, in yeah. Captain America and then seeing him again as the principal in Homecoming, in Homecoming, Homecoming. where you see his, his grandson. Yeah, yeah. His grandson. I was like, Marvel, thank you for that. <laughs> now I gotta say, which this is something we will be talking about later on with Bucky and who he becomes. Uh, I still don't think he gets enough screen time to warrant the f- the future of what Bucky's become. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can understand Because if he's that. gonna eventually maybe be Captain America, I don't think he's built up enough for it. Well, so I think, I think, um, I don't want to talk too much about where he goes. Yeah, but like, um, he has a death. Or where he could yeah. potentially go. Yeah. Uh, I like Bucky in this film. I don't think he's in it enough. This, yeah. this is another symptom of me talking about that section where, that, that montage section I needed more time there and less time in some of the other places that yeah. we, we devote a little and too I bet much time. There's to. some yeah. on the cutting room floor. I think that I think through the script. Sorry, sorry, Ben. I think through the script. There's there's enough implied there, like you get their relationship right away. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's a it's a bit of a problem. It seems like a very quick fat force death. Yeah, it, it's it's you do get to the bit of a problem that I'm not a hundred percent sure the next film was supposed to be Winter Soldier. Yeah. And I don't think that was. The intent when killing him. No, I don't think it was either. I think that came later. But I mean, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. We'll get that later. But yeah. what are we gonna say about But that? I mean I agree. I would have liked to see more scenes of Captain America of um Steve and Bucky kicking ass and taking names together. Because right after because there's only like these three major scenes that they're in together. When Steve was still skinny, right before Bucky went to the war, um Steve rescuing Bucky. With Jenna Coleman. Uh uh-huh. future Doctor Who companion. Yep. Beautiful. The um the whole montage which lasts like two minutes and then you see him die. It's a cool like, montage though. There he goes. That sucks. It is a real cool montage. That's the, the it, montage it, is, is cool, is, but you're right, it doesn't really because when we see him again in Winter Soldier, I might be jumping ahead a little bit. It's like, oh yeah, you're it, his best friend. It does not see, indicate this years is, have passed at all. This yeah. is why I wish there were two films in a lot of ways, because I, I want a Captain America and Bucky focused film and then a Captain America in the war with the Howling Commandos focused film. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of need two. And you can't do it all in one. And once again, maybe the end credit scene, the post credit scene for uh, First Avenger should not have been an Avengers um, peak, but a Winter Soldier peak. Like maybe the so- like maybe Hydra agents picking no, Bucky out. I don't out think of the- I don't think that would have worked. Or maybe at least keeping him on ice and like making No, cuz the trajectory of know. Avengers was next, so like it You had know to- what? You know what I do think was yeah, I do think is interesting. Uh this film what you're talking about is very similar in uh, uh not problem cuz I actually like this more in Thor than in Captain America. Both these films 
about two hours. And Thor's Case Under, they're, they're quick movies. Yeah. Much quicker than any than most ac- major action films, let alone any Marvel Cinematic Avengers Universe is what, film. Avengers what, 2.30? Yeah. But that's like a big one. That's no, like, but yeah, like yeah. all major action action adventure films are about 2.30. Yeah. Uh, and so these these are short for what they for the genre that they're in. Um, I think Thor handles its plot like the the way its plot flows better than Captain America does because Captain America has that montage that's uh, like you guys two said, it has two it has two montages that's supposed to be indicative of years passing but that's all character development that we're also passing through yeah right yeah I agree with that I mean the first montage I think is fine but the second one I feel like we lose a lot yeah but how great the first montage is him doing all the the shows where he punches oh, yeah. Hitler and everything I love that how how great, how there's a that, moment in there uh, I wanted to talk about because it's always bothered me and the like, art we scene about isn't it? it huh the art scene or he's drawing? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Um, it's the it's the moment in that montage where they're doing the all the stage numbers. Mm-hmm. There's this part where he's signing autographs, and a girl comes up, and they use a photo flash when he sees her to match her smile with a sound cue, and it's the kind of thing that normally triggers a hey, he's gonna have a romance with her. Like he saw something mm-hmm. in her smile, but yeah. she's not important. That's not the story. I don't know why it's there. It could have been cut. Whatever the next that's, scene was, but but that's the indication of it. Yeah. It's weird. It doesn't. You know what I'm talking about. I do. Right? Yeah, I get. You. I don't understand I never, why it's I there. Never, I never put put that together though. It never occurred to me that that would be. Well, but you're right. That is. It's, that it's is a weird. It's a weird cue because I don't understand why it's there. It doesn't mean anything to Steve yeah. because we know that he's only got eyes for Peggy. The only time that he even glances at another wor- woman is Natalie Dormer and Hell it's just because yeah. he thinks that Howard Stark is fonduing with uh, Peggy. <laughs> yeah. I want to I want to touch on um, Tommy Lee Jones is great in this movie. Yes, yeah, I wanted he's, to bring that oh, up. Yeah, I think he's, he's fantastic. Awesome. I love the Grenade. scene. I love the scene when he's interrogating Zola. That's such a good scene. And the, oh. the part where uh, he's saying uh, Schmidt believes he walks among the footsteps of the gods and Tommy Lee Jones is just like hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Or the, the just, or the bit where he's just like what's in it? Cow. <laughs> he's just, he's I bought like, you dinner. I brought you dinner. He's <laughs> like, hey, do you know how hard it is to get cut like that? I was like, yeah. I don't he's just like, no so nonsense. He's eating it. Like, I just <laughs> need your help, man. You or, can be a dick or not. Whatever. Or at the end, or at the end, when when Captain America looks at him after being kissed by Peggy, he's like, I'm not kissing you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I love when um when Steve comes in to to find out if Bucky was dead or alive, and he's like, oh, if it isn't the Star Spangled Man with the plan, and then he tell looks me what o- is your plan today, and then he looks over to uh um Peggy Carr, he's like, you and I are gonna have a conversation that you will not enjoy. I'm like, yeah. oh damn it, Tommy. There's, there's a lot really of really great. Good. He gets a lot of mo- uh, great the uh the moment with the grenade. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or he's, the flag. Both of those skinny. are excellent moments yeah. in the training camp. But yeah, he's still skinny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're no, really we're good. that divide out in 17 years. So, Boink. I do want to touch on because this is one of the few Marvel films with a good soundtrack. Yes, the I also wanted to touch on this. Really the, good. Uh, Captain America theme, which actually has been one of the few to stick around. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't stick around if if Howard Sh- Porter is using Sticks it. Sticks around more than most. Yeah. The the <laughs> At uh, least he has one. The montage who's strong da, 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 such yes. a good song and his his theme song is so they're good. They're both they're both great. Alan Silvestri's score on this movie is really good and it was at a time where where a lot of these problems actually we meant, meant to talk about this with Alita in our episode before but um I think the music in Captain America the First Avenger still sticks out and is a standout as one of the better scores in the I MCU. Agree. I, I agree. agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Real, real quick uh I, I just brought it up. Uh, they never do anything with him being an artist ever again. There's one scene where he's uh, drawing. Yeah. Where yeah. he's a monkey and it's, on he's a like, unicycle. He's like, yeah, and he's a monkey on a unicycle. Uh, and I'm like, that's cool. Are you ever going to do anything with that ever again? They probably just needed to fill time. 
Yeah. He needed just something wanted to convey to... how he was feeling like a monkey. really quickly, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess. Okay. Um, I think that's about... I, I just have a couple of quick notes. Uh, uh, one of my favorite moments no. of the movie is the kid being tossed into the ocean by the hydrogen, and he's like, go get him! I can swim! Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, because back in the 40s, being able to swim was kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. and you know what? And you know what? Actually, there's a really good moment about that bit. Is it... It's a learning sequence. Like he's learning about his yeah. body in that he's moment. He's running so fast. Yes, he runs into a building. That's, he can't that's a great the sequence. During an action sequence, we're, we don't get a lot of like, oh, can I do this? Can I do that? We get it all within an action sequence, and I yeah. think that's really good. And there's sh- and show not tell. Like you yeah. see him learn. Yeah, that's uh, great. I also really love the line where Schmidt says Hydra could grow no larger in Hydra's in Hitler's in Hitler shadow. shadow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's super great. And they explain that Hydra's the advanced science division, but it works like a cult. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, Stan Lee's cameo. I thought he'd be taller. That's a good one. Uh-huh. That's a good one. Um, First of many on our journey. I don't think we ever see the Hi- Hail Hydra salute again. No, we don't. No, we only yeah, hear no, just just you get like just the one. It's the fist. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the double fists up yeah. in the air. Yeah, because they couldn't do the Zeke Hyle. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, because that was Hitler's thing, and their Hydra they wanted to be different from. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's a. I think I think they wanted to be different in the same way that in Star Trek Mirror broken so there's the first episode uh, that the set in the mirror universe and it's it's they do they do the hitler salute but fifth but mm-hmm. fist closed okay so that w- so when they did the mirror universe again in the enterprise they changed the salute to be not so indicative of hitler because we shouldn't no we shouldn't i think that's it's same it's different and much in the same way yeah and also uh, over the years past i think the reason why we also thanks to word soldier we don't see it because we have a bunch of hydra traders running around going mm. Yeah, you're right. Because they can't, they can't like that's straight, the straight up frickin' salute. Oh, what about the what about the one? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Is like there are ones where like they they know they're dying later, oh, yeah. and that they don't do it, or it never showed up in Shield. I uh. not to bring Shield too much into it, but that that salute just goes away. What, ah. about, what about the what about the the line when they when they're storming the when they're storming the compound? Cut off one hand, two more. <laughs> Let's go find two Let's more. Let's go find two more. Yeah, <laughs> such a good moment. So uh, Iron Man. So Iron Man now. Um, the oh, first, the, the one, one, the one that started that, it all. One that kicked it off. Six to three. It is. Yeah. Like Still that. holds up really well. I hey think. guys, Iron Man's a freaking great movie. Yeah. Iron Man Regardless st- of comic books, it's just so such. Iron a good Man movie. is a fun movie. Yeah. It is. Looking back on it, you're like, man, this is the one that started it all. You yeah. get the you get the like the nostalgia feels a little bit. Mostly kinda. improv film. Yeah. Which is they didn't have yeah didn't have a, a working script, nope. but it turned out has the cool. has the first shows with Terrence Howard. Yeah, has <laughs> oh, a yeah. has a has a one of the first in the cringeworthy name dropper name drop. Which We're Ironmongers. Iron oh yeah, <laughs> just I could no for- thank you. I could forgive that, but the fact that they do it often in the oh, MCU yeah. is ridiculous. But looking back on Iron Man, everyone is good. I think great. You know, it only oh. matters to comic nerds. I know. Casual yeah. audience viewers are like. What? That's a fine line. Yeah. Said yeah. Iron Monk. I get it. I think, although looking back, I have to agree with you, Sparks, that the chemistry between Terrence Howard and RDJ, I'm just going to call him that for now. It's quicker. And uh, Rob Downey Jr. I, I know. <laughs> no, we can keep Now it's not quicker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shit. But the, uh, Don Cheadle and RDJ have better chemistry. I mean, I don't know if it's because they have more films together or maybe because no, this is the first one. No, because we only watched no. Iron Man and Iron Man 2 this week. And right away, oh, yeah. I believe their friendship I more in Iron Man 2. I think Terrence yeah. Howard just is like more of a butt. So. 
Yeah. In real life, he's a total butt, and in this movie, he feels like a butt. Yeah. The, yeah. The reason he feels like a buzzkill. Like the yeah. only time where I feel like he was actually there had they had good chemistry was when both of them were drunk on the plane going to Afghanistan. No, I don't even think that you was good chemistry. That? No, because it's just Terrence Howard complaining to him drunk, and oh, Tony's yeah. like, "I'm just trying to watch these strippers shut up. Oh, right. I don't even want to talk to you." Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing good there. Like they they don't yeah, have right. a good moment. You know who has really good chemistry? RDJ uh, Robert Downey Jr. Shh. And oh, is that what it stands for? <laughs> yeah. F off, okay, jeez. And, and Jeff Bridges. And Jeff Bridges. Yes, oh, they do. They really do. So that, that pizza scene when he visits, so he's like, can I see what you look at? Yeah. Here, yeah. you want one? Here, take two. <laughs> it's so like, good. Okay, he's like, this stays, uh, Tony's like, the arc reaction stays with me. Well, the pizza stays with me. Here, have a slice. You know what? Take take two. Or what about the, or what about the, when he's like, it's uh, arc reaction stays just going nowhere, right? That's what we said, right? Right, Tony. Right, Who told Tony? you? <laughs> Who told you? Was I, I I love I when I, I love when he calls him on the video phone yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and he's half naked yeah. in his bed. <laughs> Obi, what are you doing I really up? like that moment. Obi, what are you doing up? Did yeah. a, I just want to know if it went okay. Are you wearing pajamas? Yeah. I bought you. Besides the the you know whatever final act that a lot of these movies have, uh, considering this was the first one, I'm a little more forgiving of it. Sure, you know just the generic third third uh, action scene or whatever. Uh, this. But Jeff Bridges is awesome throughout the whole movie. The first 10 minutes of this movie are probably the best opening of any comic book origin film ever. It's so good. From the war capture scene to the award ceremony to completely get you informed on who Tony Stark is. Uh I don't think anything does it better. You understand that character 100%. And this movie introduces my favorite character in all of the MCU. Happy. Dummy. Dummy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're right, dude. Dummy. And I forgot that Dummy was like his invention from like two decades ago. From like years ago that he's kept. I think that was his MIT graduate thesis. Yeah, and and he keeps threatening to to, to break it down. He's never going to break it. You know who had better chemistry with RDJ than Terrence Howard and even Jeff Bridges? Jensen. Yeah. Uh, Jensen is so good in this movie. Yeah. Man, this movie is really good. It wait, is. Jensen, wait, remind He's me. the guy who helps him. He, saves he puts him at the arc beginning. reactor in he his heart. Oh, he works oh with him God, yes. at the beginning. Yes. The guy, oh, yeah, the guy oh, who Jensen. died in the beginning yeah. that made me cry. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. And the CGI holds up real well. Yeah. That actor should be proud of how oh, those yeah. scenes went. Yeah. He is a forgotten face, but he's excellent. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shows he's the reason we have the MCU, if anything, because he saved Tony Stark. Man, this... uh. That movie is real good. It's it's a great origin story. It's a great resurrection for an actor. Pepper Pepper is really good in it. Um, Leslie yeah. Bibb is really good in it. Yes, Leslie she is. Bibb is really good in it. Uh, <laughs> her her I'm, smirk I'm prepared at to... the, her smirk at the end when he's like, "Truth is, I am Iron Man." You just see her. Hmm, I slept it. with that guy. <laughs> and uh, also, it's like she's like, "Do you lose a few hours sleep with her? No, I'm prepared to lose some with you." It's a uh, well, what was cut the, to them in the bed. What was the uh, what was the bit where where he, where he says? Um, to insinuate that I'm a, a superhero is no one said fantastic. That. <laughs> is, is a pen- yeah. no right? Uh, I really think one of my favorite scenes that I think Robert Downey Jr. did such an excellent job with is the scene where he comes back and has the press conference. Yeah. Yes. Where he sits down. He's like, "Can everybody he's like just sit?" With I never said goodbye to my father. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. playing that so well, yeah. and when he decides to just shut it down, and Jeff Bridges is trying to stop him, and he's just like, "No, I'm going with this." Yeah. I think that scene is quintessential. Like, it's such a good clear turn of who he is uh-huh. it's very clearly done but he conveys everything there I really like that scene yeah. I think I that do. scene's incredible not I only want two things the first oh, it's not what you think it's not what two. you think <laughs> yeah. I want a cheeseburger 
an American and I cheese- call a press conference. I want an American cheeseburger. <laughs> Happy cheeseburger first. <laughs> yeah. Col- this is the uh, appearance of Colson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first appearance of Colson. Of the He's just like, I, can I, I just want to schedule a meeting with you. Is that it's so hard? It's so to- crazy to see him there and think about how far it's come since. Yeah. As like this, this. Phase yeah, we need one, to get a shorter name for that. Yeah, Phil. Phil Colson. We're working on it. Uh, phase one is my favorite. Phil Colson. Well, I yeah, don't. He only he, shows up in phase one. No, I mean like he's saying shield. Joss Whedon. Yeah. Joss Whedon. Colson turned him into this. He's like a funny guy. This funny guy fanboy. Well, but that's yeah. still phase one. Yeah, but this, this, this not Josh, po- pre-Josh Whedon. This per- version of Colson is really good. I really like Clark Gregg in this movie. I really like him in Avengers. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying this is my favorite Colson. I, I get what you're saying. I feel like by the time we hit Avengers, we needed him to have more of a personality than he'd been given up to Probably, that point. Yeah. Like he's fun to watch, but he needed a personality. Yeah. Yeah. So the um So yeah, there's a slight continuity issue with this with the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division, not yet called SHIELD. Mm-hmm. Why? Well in Oh, in nineteen forty five or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's always been SHIELD. Yeah, it's a retcon. In 1945? No, no in, in Captain, Captain Marvel. In Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel, they call it S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. Coming up um, every time we flash... But not in Captain America. They hadn't formed S.H.I.E.L.D. Yet. Every time no. we come back to... Th- we have a flashback in like Ant-Man or something, always S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Um, every true. time in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., always been S.H.I.E.L.D. I, th- um, I think that's just the, a the, retcon the, thing. Uh, agent, it definitely is. Yeah. It definitely is. Because when Iron Man came out... And that's the thing. you know, People get hung up on these on these plot inconsistencies. And the thing is, when Iron Man came out, they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't expect an Infinity War. <laughs> it's I'm, it's whatever. I, yeah, yeah, no, that's, it to- totally that's something is. I'm not going to get hung up on because, th- once again, this was the first one. I'm not saying... And I'm, it was, I'm, I'm saying that it's an, it's an important thing to acknowledge yeah. that back in this moment, in 2008, they didn't know where they were going. And it's important to note that those inconsistencies will pop up throughout. You know yeah. what else uh, is is a clear standout of that? Uh, Paul Bettany in this movie sounds like a robot. Yes, he does. He does not sound like an intelligent AI. He sounds like a robot. Yeah. And that immediately changed in Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, that is a clear, like, wow. That Like, looking back at that movie and hearing, knowing what he is for as Jarvis yeah. later, this is like... He sounds like a bad, like a slightly better Alexa. Yeah. Look it, at, it's not great. You look at his workstation, and it's not all checked out with all holograms everywhere. It's sure. just, he's got one station that has hologram emitter, and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, it's, wow. again, like, we watched the first movie, and then if you compare it to the last movie, which is Infinity War, like, Tony Stark went from being a dude in a cave to literally on another planet with nanomachines fighting a god. Yeah. Like, it's... It's incredible how far we've come. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah, like st- keeping it back in 2008. Yeah. Um, man, remember oh, 2008? Uh, time ago. Uh, I wrote this note. Um, this was this was actually pretty important to me. Uh, I don't really care for this depiction of Rhodey, regardless of Terrence Howard. Yeah. Also, I wanted to say that because when Tony says he's working on something big and wants him to be a part of it, Rhodey, and this is a problem with the character in this film, Rhodey's response is just, if it ain't military, then you need to get your head right because that's crazy. There, there's no friendship level to him. Yeah. Yeah. Not even in the writing. Like Regardless of the fact that I don't think Terrence Howard is good in the role, mm-hmm. th- I don't like really the role in this movie. Yeah. I don't think they it's written but, well. They buddied him up a lot more in the next one. Yeah, I oh, did yeah. not. I don't like the way he's written in this film in general. So... Yeah, that 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 stood out like, to me more this like time. I was one, trying to be more objective of past Terrence Howard, and I'm like, he's just not written well. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I agree. They that, didn't have that, a that relationship. Out. Sucks. Yeah. And it's, it's so strange because you have an you have an entire movie of great relationship, great chemistry, and <clears throat> there's just that one person that yeah. doesn't. Which is a bummer because he's supposed to be his best friend, and you just don't 
really feel it yeah. Yeah. because that that was the scene that really punctuated it for me is when Tony goes to visit him he's like hey man I want you to be a part of this and he's like dude if it's not military I don't want to talk to you yeah I was like god oh, that's this stupid uh before we get off the the Iron Man 1 train they introduce the 10 rings which will be a Iron Man staple for the yes. trilogy yeah. which is yeah. pretty neat the 10 rings I like that it's there from the beginning yeah me too um I like that idea introducing them as a terrorist group yeah. yes um one of the things I love every single time that first time suiting up as Iron Man mm-hmm. is so solid and so well done. It's really great. Tell you what, throw a little hot rod right in there. Later on, Pepper comes in. Be honest, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also, second second uh, uh, Stan Lee cameo in our, jur- in our journey. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, him uh, as um, Hugh Hefner. You Hugh look Hefner. great, Hef. Yeah. Yeah, Hugh Hefner. Um, <coughs> that, because we talked about like where CGI doesn't hold up, hold up in like Incredible Hulk or anything, the scene where he's being dismantled and Pepper walks in, that's the worst CGI in this movie. Yeah, is it? Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, where the the thing is pulling the suit apart, like that's it's a little really, fakey. It's a little that's fakey. really fakey. Yeah. Like the whole movie looks pretty good. That's the sequence where it's like, ooh, yeah. it didn't. It if doesn't hold cut, up so good. Yeah, they had to cut the budget on one scene. That was that it. was the one. Yeah. Um, I also one of my favorite moments is actually I forgot all about it till we were watching it this time. Uh, the suspense of the scene where Pepper has the files on Obi's computer and he comes in. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's a good scene. Is that today's scene. paper? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. an excellent scene. He's like, "What are we gonna do about this?" And then she's like, "Oh shit, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm dead." <laughs> yeah, that's such a great scene. I, I oh, want to yeah. know what kind of what I kind miss of... Jeff Bridges as Obi. Me yeah. too, as Obi I I I, I want to know what what kind of translating uh, MacGuffin they have. That can translate him into his normal, into his actual voice. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Tony Stark built one of these in a cave with a bunch of scraps. That's I'm the not, kid I'm from Tony Stark. Tony That's Stark. the kid from the Christmas Story. Aw, fun fact. Good for him. Where does yeah. hair go? Yeah, his that that famous line. Man, the movie's real good. Yeah. I really like Jeff Bridges in this movie. Uh, if I could put Don Cheadle in that movie, I think that movie would be 100% That movie better. would be 10 out of 10 yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah 10 out of 10. 100%. I also Terrence Howard drags that movie down for me pretty hard. All right, dumb question going ahead. But does Iron it. Man 3 start with an ACDC song, or no, am I thinking of... Think? Ooh, that's Iron Man 2. Iron definitely Man opens with an ACDC song. Yeah, definitely Iron, Iron Man 3. Opens with I'm Blue. Uh, I'm Blue, because it takes place in the 90s. That's right. Well, okay, well, at least I got two movies with ACDC openings, because when you hear Back in Black, and then... Um, it is an Avengers shoot to, as well. Shoot to Thrill. It just makes me happy because I'm like, yeah, yeah. ACDC. Yeah, they put they put shoot to Thrill shoot to thr- Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very quick because that's no, when I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It ends with Nick Fury. It ends with yes, yes. which again for years, even until Avengers was coming out, I didn't, I truly didn't believe it was happening because how? Oh, could, we didn't even no, talk about first impressions from the first time we saw it. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember. I, I was already an Iron Man fan and I couldn't believe it. I, I was, was ready to get the tattoo when I was like sixteen. I, I very distinctly remember people before the movie came out talking about. Can the Iron Man movie be as good as its trailer? Is that possible? Like <laughs> people didn't believe yes. it because people were like, "That Iron Man trailer is really good." There's no way this movie's yeah. that good, right? And but it was. <laughs> My knowledge of Iron Man before I saw the movie was, "Oh yeah, he's a robot, right? Oh, it's, it's a suit of armor. <laughs> oh, sure. okay. Hey, it looks cool. I'm gonna go see it. I know it's Marvel, and uh, all right. Did we see this together? Yes, we did. Eleven. Years. Uh, so we we stayed after the credits, and we saw Nick Fury for the first you know time. Why together. we stayed after the credits? Uh, we were excited. Well, the Pirates of the Caribbean films kept having post-credit sequences. Oh, yeah. So we were like, yeah. well, I just wonder. But that's not why we stayed there. I remember it. We were just talking about the movie. We were just we lingered the in the theater talking about the movie for too oh long. Oh, my God. It's coming and back the to ending me. came up, and we were like, what? 
And then it was Sam Jackson, and you and I specifically knew what that meant because, because we, we both Ultimates. read the Ultimate comics, and we knew he was Ultimate Nick Fury. We were like, oh, oh man. <laughs> and nobody else with us knew what was happening, and we were like, this is it. Did you guys believe in the Avengers Initiative, though? 100%. I was like, if they did this, if they got Sam Jackson for this cameo, I was like, this is happening. If this movie's doing well, this is happening. Well, a couple months later would be the next major crossover with, between characters. With yeah. the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, the moment I saw the, the TV spots for The Incredible Hulk where Tony Stark was showing up in them, I was like, oh, it's, it is happening. My nerd it's juices on. were like flowing, but I still was just like in disbelief. Like I just didn't think we deserved this as a, pre- as a people. I had, and then we got it, so yeah. I saw, actually, I snuck in at Iron Man the first time I saw it. Ooh, sneaky devil. No, because my dad and I, we would do this thing of double features where we bought a ticket to another movie and, pl- and oh, timed yeah. it out. So I did that with my go- grandpa all the time. <laughs> yes, we did. Oh, yeah. So we saw Robin Hood, and then we waited uh, 20 minutes Russell Crowe's Robin Russell Hood? Russell Crowe's Robin Hood, yeah. We waited oh. a few minutes, and then we got wow. into Iron Man. Or no, it wasn't I Iron. haven't seen No, no, movie. it wasn't. It was... Um, Robin Hood came out after, I think. No, no, you're right. It wasn't that. It was I Am Legend, and then that's we got... Right. Then that, we that got, sounds about right. Then we snuck hey, into Hey, remember Iron when Man. the most excited crossover was on I Am Legend when they had the Batman Superman logo? Yeah, yeah and it came true. How crazy is that it shit? It was also in... in like a ten, long time later. <laughs> and hey, that, later. Billboard was, that billboard was also in season two of Heroes. I was freaking yeah. out. But that, yeah, we're not right. talking about right. that. Because we were bummed after I Am Legend. We go into Iron Man and we're like, man, Iron Man was great. But we didn't stay for the end because we had no idea. Yeah. And it wasn't until uh, my best friend Adam and I snuck in the Incredible Hulk. No, we didn't sneak in. We snuck in Star Trek. We saw Incredible Hulk first, then snuck in the Star Trek. Mm. And we got out of Incredible Hulk and we saw that Tony Stark. We were talking to him. like, they're not. Hold up! Are I they? don't think that lines up. No, Star Trek's on no, nine. Star, Star Trek's on nine. Yeah, Star oh, Trek yeah, was a right. year later. It doesn't matter. Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we were walking. We got out of Incredible Hulk, and we we're like, "There's no way." There's I remember no way. specifically. No, let's just get into Incredible Hulk. Um, Smash. Yeah, that's a good lead-in. Initial, initial. First impressions for Incredible Hulk. So I remember specifically walking. Uh, we went for Pi's birthday. We did. He was very jazzed about he was this movie. Very excited about that movie. He's a big Hulk fan, and uh, we were we were going to, we were going to see it. And he was like, "Man, I really hope that they do an Avengers crossover." Now, this is the only Phase One film not put up by Paramount. No, that was Universal. This, was, this yeah. is Universal. This is why they can't put out a Hulk, a dedicated Hulk film. Damn. Um. So yeah, this is Edward Norton. Uh, I really like this movie. I really like this movie too. I've watched it multiple times, <laughs> and I think every single time I'm like. Damn, this movie's solid. I think it gets a bad rap. Uh, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's great, but like, I think it's pretty good. When I first saw it, I was only thinking about the Ang Lee film thing. I was like, man, that movie was long. It was, uh, and I didn't like it. So they, I hear they're doing an Incredible Hulk movie. I'm like, all right, it, the trailer. Director of Clash of the Titans. I think, yeah. especially considering the time frame that Incredible Hulk came out in. And that the only other thing related to it was, the, you know, like the, the Ang Lee Hulk film that had come before. Yeah. Um, I think it really did a great job. The fact that it came out the same year as Iron Man. Iron Man's it came a, out a film, month later. But the fact that it came out the same year and it's still like the the comic book film it is, I think is very impressive. Yeah, yeah, so, I think so too. Yeah, and when I finally got and when uh, Adam and I we saw this together when we got out of Incredible Hulk, we just were so jazzed about it. We were like, man, that film was so much better than the other one. We we couldn't talk. We couldn't stop talking about how much we loved how you got to see Hulk that early on in the movie. How much that, how great the action was, and at the time, how good the CGI was, and of course, at the time, at the yeah. time, and of course, when uh, when when uh, RDJ is Tony Stark walks in. Who's RDJ? Shut up, you know the whole episode. Part. I'm not gonna let you live this down. Whole episode, baby. When Tony Stark walks in, and he's like, "Hey, we're putting a little team together." And looks at me, he's like, "What team are they talking about?" I'm like, "It might be the Avengers." 
He's like, who are the Avengers? You know the Justice League? Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Marvel's version. What? <laughs> uh, and then, Such an interesting insight into the into past Ben. <laughs> yeah. No, that was Adam. He was like, wait, what? Are, are you serious? I'm like, maybe. I, at the end credit scene of Iron Man 2, that's when I knew we're getting the Avengers because Thor was coming out. So do you guys have you, do you guys know the Rotten Tomato score for the first phase of the MCU? No. 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 The lowest is 70 with Incredible Hulk. That's the, that's the lowest for the entire MCU. Yeah. What's pretty good. What's the Dark Man? World has 76. What's Iron Man 2? I think Incredible Iron Hulk Man is... 2 is 71. Oh. Wow. Hold on. I think Incredible Hulk is a better film than both those films. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm... All these movies have above seventy. Which I think is that film has really interesting. Surprising. You know, a lot of people liked Iron Man two when they first saw it and changed their minds later. It had a lot of the Phantom Menace effect. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think the Incredible Hulk is really interesting uh, cinematography, like super interesting cinematography. It's good, dynamic. Yeah, the I've, rooftop favela uh, chase is yeah. really good. One of the oh, best. Like the first oh, yeah. thirty minutes of the film are the best parts of the film. Yeah, yeah. A, pre- a, a, a pretty good, uh, pretty good CGI. I think it's, I think in some places it holds up better than others. Um, and then one more, one more thing, I think Edward Norton is really good in it. I like him. You know what? I was wrong. Not all the villains die in the movie. Blonsky's still alive. Yeah. yeah, he's out there. The Abomination's still alive. He's in the raft somewhere. Technically, he's still alive. Technically, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't think Liv Tyler's good in this movie at all, but there's so much better stuff around it that it doesn't I bother me. I think she's got really good chemistry with Edward Norton. I think she's... I don't. I, I think she has God. literally nothing to do in this movie. See, I, 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 don't, I, I agree. I don't think she's, got, she's given a lot, yeah. but I think I think she's good in the scenes that she's in. Yeah. I don't. I don't think... I think That's some of her acting lot. is very I think, bad. I think she's better in the scenes with her dad than she is in the scenes with oh, Edward yeah. Norton. I agree with sure. that. Sure. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Um, I Poor Edward Norton trying to have sex. Really like the setup <laughs> yeah. of the beginning where it recaps everything in the opening credits. The like TV the, show. the accident and everything. Yeah. Me too. Uh, and you see a gray Hulk because if you look real closely, he's not very green mm-hmm. when you see the arms in that, in in like that in the credits, oh, yeah, opening yeah. credits sequence. I kind of like that nod. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then that it comes out of that into him doing exercises to control his anger. Yeah. yeah. I, I love him living out down in the South. I there. love the whole the whole sequence in the factory is really fun. I, mm-hmm. I love how engaged we are in 30 minutes of the film without the Hulk in it. Yeah. 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 But we know what's up. Yeah. yeah. And like the, the day since incident thing. One of my favorite the, Stanley the, cameos the cameras- to this day. Oh, wow. Yes. Where he gets uh, murdered yeah. by he blood in a soda. <laughs> Whoops. I just imagine he turns into a Hulk monster before dying. Whoa! And <laughs> William Hurt, I think, is fantastic in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He makes me wish that we would get a Red Hulk. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. But we won't. Yeah. I remember I remember specifically, I said I said it pretty loudly in the movie theater once, and I said, I wonder why there's no rumors about a, about a Red Hulk being in Civil War since Thaddeus Ross is in it. Next day, article, rumor says Red Hulk in Civil War. I'm like, who heard me? Too good to be true. <laughs> yeah. Who's listening? Alexa, uh, uh, I yeah. think the the opening scene in the bottle plant where the Hulk's like shadowed a lot is really good and really spooky. Yeah, uh, like kind of like good like Jaws shit, like like hiding the monster. Uh, and then the 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 second like uh, the college fight with Blonsky where he's he's super soldier Blonsky kicks is, him right into a tree. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> like seeing Captain America before Captain America was yeah, yeah. really awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then the final fight in Brooklyn, I think, is pretty fun and pretty bombastic. It is like all yeah. the, all the Hulk stuff's really good. A lot of that, a lot of that is taken from the video game that was pretty ultimate popular destruction. At the time. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, the, the, um, where uh, he takes the car, rips it in half, boxing and uses his boxing gloves. Boxing gloves, yeah. yeah. I, so this day, I still love the soldiers in the back of the in the back of the Humvee with, the, guys. with the two cops driving. Yeah, yeah. It. It's like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think those guys are really like, fun. Take it down. The Hulk is in the street, sir. The Hulk is in the street. Get yourself together, soldier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love I love William Hurt so much in this movie. He's good. Uh, yeah. This film has a great score. It does. 
It uses I really some like of the, the old TV show score, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. 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 Just in, in general, like, I, it might not have a, like, a solid theme that I could recall, but it has a more, a more engaging score than either of the Iron Man films in this film. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man's first one was Ram- Ramin Dajad. Yeah. The, who does uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the second one was John Debney. Uh, the Days Without Incident counter going throughout the film. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I think also that's the, a really great the touch. The heart monitor. Yes, the heart monitor. Yeah. Like the, uh-huh. Those things to kind of keep you in tune with like Bruce trying to control. Because yeah. we don't have another moment later in the films where it's Bruce like dedicated to Bruce trying to put a lid on the Hulk yeah. One for of my himself. favorite scenes of the movie is when they finally get to New York and they're talking and they're like, it's like, hey, I think we have to take the red line. And he's like, yeah, me inside yeah. the most aggressive city in a tube, hundreds of feet on the ground. Yeah, let's get a cab. And then, and then the cab driver, yeah. that's a great gag. And she yeah. like just yells at the what cab driver. And then we're no, and uh, Bruce is like, you know, I know Sabrina, you zip it. We're walking. There's a lot of fun there's a lot of fun um nods to Bill Bits Bill Bixby. Uh like he's at the end it says David David B. David Banner, yes, which yeah. is the character's name in the right. in the well, show. Well he, well Bill Bixby appears on a television. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also Lou Frigno. Yep, yeah. he shows up. He's he always shows up, and in he's the project. voice of the whole. What was the? What was the? <laughs> you wouldn't, you're making me hungry. Oh, you yeah. wouldn't like me he when I'm hungry. hungry. He, he doesn't know the Portuguese yeah. word. No, for wait, angry. that's not right. <laughs> I I really appreciate how much time they let Bruce spend outside the U.S. Yeah, oh, yeah. I too. think it. I think it adds a lot to the backstory of Bruce Banner, which is why I still like the Incredible Hulk so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's a good. Um, like even though they change actors, like it's a good lead in into it Avengers. Is. It is because he's still on the run in a different yeah. country. It's still yeah, yeah. doing what he's it, doing. It still feels in in tone, even though the actor changes. It well, still yeah. feels I, a I, good background. To report. this day, I still wish they would spend more. They they found a way to spend more time on the PTSD he feels as the Hulk. Like you get it when he's in the shower and it starts glitching and yeah. But that's have. that's the whole thing with Edward Norton and like him wanting to make it more like a dramatic movie yeah. and they're like we need a Hulk movie to smash Edward so yeah, that, that is a great moment where the, shower, where the shower head turns into a machine yeah. gun for oh, a yeah. moment and, and that's like the that only, and cr- only instance of that too it's really good yeah. no, there's, there's two insta- instances yeah. I don't remember what the second one was <clears throat> they definitely um, should have utilized that more though they really should have yeah. I would I would have liked to have seen more of that yeah. uh, I think the emotion the emotion to Betty and Bruce really lands narrative wise uh, the Liv Tyler could be stronger performance-wise. Yeah, I do think that the narrative behind it is in the right place, though. Yeah. But when they when man, okay, so I love melodrama is one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why I like the Lord of the Rings films. But when when she and Bruce embrace in the rain, I'm like, oh, God, those it, melodrama that is very feels. dramatic. Yeah, yeah, loving that. I really, really enjoy the scene of of. He's like, yo, I'm the only person who can stop abomination. I gotta get thrown out of this helicopter. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> and Crash he realizes, the not, emerges he realizes it's not going to change. He goes, oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's uh, that's real spooky. Um, I think the scene, the the best scene with Tim Roth is him as, uh, and Stearns. Yeah, talking about making the abomination. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's like, I, I, I want that. I want. I need that. I need that. Yeah. And like Sam's and Stearns is like, yeah. Stearns is like, listen, I didn't say no. I just need to make sure you're allowing. You've me got to- informed consent. Yeah. 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 I, I like that scene. It's a shame I like that we Stearns can't see a that lot guy. too. And I, I do too. I and wish I, he would come back, but I wish he would be the leader. I, but he's not. I had, yeah, I had always does. wished. Um, I had always wished that. Remember in the season one of, of Agents of Shield when they were introduced when they were teasing the clairvoyant. Oh, the, uh, yeah. I always wanted that to be the leader. That would have been. That would have been awesome. That would have been great. And a fun way to bring in Samuel Stearns back. But alas, they went with something worse. Uh, they went with uh, uh, uh Bill, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. wasn't that bad. When the Hydra bad. stuff plays yeah. out, it's cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So I think we're all pretty positive. In Incredible this Hulk up ends in a big old fight. Abomination loses. Tony Stark's like, hey. Tony uh, Stark oh. shows up. The only time where we get a Hulk smash from the Hulk in he, the MCU. Oh yeah. Where yeah, sa- from the Hulk. Where yeah. he says it. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's just really cool. The whole, the whole man, that whole fight sequence on the rooftop is real cool. Yeah, it's yeah. real. He rips bone out and stabs him with it. That's yes. real good. It's Solid. Very visceral. Yeah, yeah. Solid. I like that. I like. And you feel. You know what's so great about the CGI in that moment is that you feel every punch. You feel. Yeah, that's it, you true. Feel the gravity of it all. Yeah. And it's really the base is Hulk, there. Hulk consistently looks better than the Abomination. Yes. I think yeah. I, I think the abomination I really doesn't like look so his good. Design, I, I like his design, I, but I, the CGI for some reason on the Hulk looks more defined. Yeah, and the abomination looks a lot yeah. closer to a video game. Character. I, I could tell yeah. the. I mean, the CGI in the Hulk in the Incredible Hulk hasn't aged well, but the CGI for the Hulk does look better than Abomination. I'm I'm always been a, I've always been a big fan of that design of the Hulk. Honestly, I'm like one of the few people who prefer like the stretched out skin design yeah. Of, yeah. of the Hulk. I, I kind of prefer it to the kind of. Neanderthal look of so Mark the more Ruffle. I'm bigger version of person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, sure. I kind of prefer like the he's like really surfer dude yeah. ripped, really stretched out Hulk. Yeah. The um, muscles are bursting. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like that that design of the Hulk. But, but I mean, obviously, what we get in the Avengers is pretty good. But too. I do think that what they did with Mark Ruffalo's later does look a little more like scary monstrous, yes. and I, I kind of like that aspect yeah. of it, where this looks like th- this Hulk looks a little more handsome. So I want to. Yeah, yeah it does. I do want to ask because uh, we're trying to stay away from a lot of the later phases. But yeah. the um, do we wish that Mar- that uh, Edward Norton had stayed on board? Honestly, no. No, I like I I've gotten so used to Mark Ruffalo, and especially after his performance at Thor Ragnarok, I don't see I don't want Edward Norton to come back. Yeah, I'm I totally mean, I, fine with Mark Ruffalo. That's, I kind of he's ag- my Bruce Banner. I kind of agree. I don't think the stories that we would gotten. I don't think we would have gotten this with Edward Norton. I don't. Yeah, I don't think the character that this Bruce Banner is would really work with Edward Norton's take on it because I honestly don't think he wanted it to be a comedy either. Right. Like, I, I mean, s- oh, yeah, I'll put it this way: I don't think we would have had the same beats with Banner and the Hulk as we've had because yeah. it would have been different. Um, I don't think it would have been bad. No, no, I don't think so either. So no. I would have been f- like had. We've had too many films where we've had Mark Ruffalo. There's too much to compare there at this yeah. point. Like he he's got the weight way more on his side than Edward Norton does. Yeah. I think if Edward Norton had stayed with the role, if we'd never had an alternative, I don't think any of us would have a problem with no. it. That's the thing. Is like I, anything, I wouldn't have had a problem yeah. with it being him. Like if we're comparing in retrospect, then it's like, well, we've got all this what? great it, Mark Ruffalo stuff. It but. could have been a situation like Chris Hemsworth with Thor, where he starts kind of okay and evolves into this incredible character now right. yeah i don't i don't like that that could have been norton's character i don't think we would have had a problem with norton at all i, I think just, he would have brought a lot to it he had a passion for the character yeah. yeah and it showed in this movie in this one movie it did show yeah and i'll say that that if i just compare not all of mark ruffalo's tenure as the hulk but incredible hulk and avengers i think edward norton gives more to the performance than mark ruffalo does in just the avengers oh i can agree yeah. with that uh the only thing is I don't think Edward Norton would have played off nearly as well with RDJ. That's possible, but that's but that's neither here nor there. Wait, we'll never know. Wait. Oh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, sorry. okay, thank you. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> that's whole episode. Bad. That's neither here nor there. But yeah. like, you know, we'll never know. But I do think that he put a lot more to it than Mark Ruffalo did in his first outing. Yeah. Right. I get yeah. you. Um. All right then. Incredible Hulk ends with uh uh that drunk Thaddeus Ross. Uh, meeting up with Tony Stark and Tony Stark. Yeah. Hey, I have a question. The for you. the uh, the drink he's drinking called the Hulk. Reload. Uh, yeah, that's. You always wear such nice suits. Touche. Yeah, I like that moment. I think they play off really well together. And one of the things uh, that I wanted to say was, uh, this is the only time where the the kind of order of the films doesn't line up, uh, because he is the consultant at this point, and he's not that until the next film, which we'll get into. Iron Man Two. Oh, Iron Man Two. Uh, if we want to go by the order of. Man, this movie's not good. <laughs> so I'll I'll tell you this. Uh, this movie isn't great, but I definitely 
have desoured on it because last time I watched this, like two years ago, I definitely wasn't feeling it. But watching it with Sparks and and Ben and and the and the, the ladies, I I had a better time. the The good stuff is really good, and the bad stuff's pretty bad. Yeah. So it's like it definitely evens out to that, be like, eh. That could have been because I was watching this one alone. Yeah. I, I I noticed that too. That I was like, man, I had a much worse time not watching this with with Ryan and Ben. Yeah. Like yeah. the last time I watched it, and then this yeah. time I was like. This wasn't so bad, but I feel like we kind of talked each other through it, so it was better. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think so. Like the best part was when, uh, well, one of the best parts was when Don Cheadle comes out, and you can tell they're like, it's like That's such a good cheeky line. Yeah, look, I'm here. Deal with it's it. It's me. Deal with it. <laughs> I like that. I'll tell yeah, you what. Too. I I I generally think that the villain for this movie kind of sucks. Oh, totally. Yep. Yeah. Like yeah, with, it, with Flash. Yeah. Yeah, he's awful. I think uh, it's just of all the guys you can choose, like a dude who has whips. Like to fight a uh, flying. I've got ma- this arc reactor technology. I can, I'm gonna go fight him with whips. It just yeah. seems like such a. I'm gonna get hit by a car multiple times and not be injured. Yeah. I even though what, I don't have anything to protect me. I yeah. get what they're kind of going for. Like he's he's like in the beginning, it, it mirrors like a, a shittier Tony Stark. A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that stuff is interesting. I, I like I think the stuff with his dad specifically. I like his stuff with Howard. Yeah. But um, they don't do it enough. They don't yeah. do it enough. No, they don't. I li- I think the stuff with um. Sam Jackson is pretty good. This thing, mm-hmm. the the movie has five storylines. It needed three. Yeah. What are the five storylines? Let's go through them. <sighs> okay, there's Mickey Rourke. Yes. And, and Tony. Tony's, Tony's there's, sick. There's Don Cheadle taking the suit. Yes. Yep. There's Justin Hammer wanting to compete with Tony Stark. Yes. Tony there's Stark's sickness. Tony Stark's sickness. Yes. And the, the drunk thing. And there's Howard Stark. Does and, Black Widow And count? the father. And there's Black Widow. So See? six. <laughs> I don't like Black Widow in this movie. I think she's fine. She's just like this is the beginning of her. So like you, you could know. you could argue, and and people have you could argue that her performance is mostly because she's undercover, so she's not a lot like who she is later. However, there's you know a couple of scenes where she is herself and she's not. Like I how just she think is it's because it's this is early. Like it is she's a much better actress. Yeah. But that's now. not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the blatant sexism with her. Her it's a joke that she's so hot. Multiple times they make jokes about, look how hot she is. Look at that hot babe. I'll tell you what, uh, I think that's on purpose because Tony Stark is a ladies' man, and that's mm-hmm. she's using her her sexiness as a spy to. Oh yeah, the one about the scene where Happy's looking at her in the back well, yeah. of the car. Brandon, are you telling me you you wouldn't point out a beautiful don't need woman? The scene. Yeah, don't need. The scene. I don't think. I just don't think it's it's. Don't it need the scene me. because don't need the scene because one of the worst offenses of this film is that Happy isn't too much. Oh, I. Don't have a problem. With happy happening. isn't it way too much because John Favreau was like, people liked me. I'm gonna do an action sequence. Don't give Happy an action sequence. I don't think that moment works. I have no problem with that at all. Yeah. I I enjoy it. On the list of problems I have with this movie, that's not that's like middle. I'll take so much it's more happy. High. I'll it's take way low. more happy than I'll take of Mickey Rourke. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure if Mickey Rourke and Downey liked each other, perhaps it could have been better. No, I just don't think the script's very good. Probably part of the reason was that. They had a script. <laughs> yeah, they had a script for this one. Uh, I think Justin Hammer is pretty good in this film. He's awesome. He I really like Sam Rockwell. I, um, him, um, uh, you got it. Sam Rockwell. There you go. Sam Rockwell and Robert Downey Jr. They, I like their chemistry and the fact that it's kind of this is gonna sound weird, but anti-chemistry because obviously they work, they play well off each other, but their characters hate each other. Yeah, they they like he doesn't really like well. um Justin Hammer doesn't call Tony Tony, he calls him Anthony. Anthony. Yeah, hey, he's kind of like, hey, I know what your real name is, I know what you like to be called, but I'm not gonna call you that because I hate you. Elon Musk is in this movie. Yeah, yes. that was a flashback. That was a what the? We now know he's like an international <clears throat> superstar, but back then you're like, who's that guy? 
Yeah, that he's, was real weird. Real life Tony Stark. He, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, Justin Hammers Sam Rockwell as him uh, still holds up excellently. Hundred percent. Um, in many ways, I wish there were a version of this script where it focused only on the Tony dealing with his dad stuff slash the demon in the bottle story, and because you're never gonna get it with Disney. Yeah. Um, and also Justin Hammer had instead it's different from the comics, but they adapted a co- competition story to Stark for him. And he was just full on the villain, and he was like, he, he, "Work whatever you want, but don't have the Mickey Rourke character. Have something smaller, right? Not a not a present big think... actor, but have Justin Hammer be trying to do the competition, and he his tech stuff goes wrong. Do you think maybe yeah. because the first movie was kind or, of about or, like a or, evil a weapons guy, they didn't want another Justin Evil weapon guy? Well, I think have Justin Hammer like uh, play Rhodey against him. Yeah. You know that would have been more interesting, like a mini, and him, and him between them, have yeah. him actually be you know crafty enough to to have done his own thing. I'm just saying, like it needed to be simpler. It's too complicated, yeah, he's kind too of, convoluted. He's, he's kind of a bumbling fool, Justin which is Hammer. fun. But I yeah. wish I. But if you give him the same some of the beats that they gave to Mickey Rourke and take Mickey Rourke out of the movie, he could have been engaging mm-hmm. and something to watch, and the movie would have been more focused. To be honest, yeah. would have had the yeah. Tony story and the Justin Hammer stuff. Yeah, if. If you do that, if you look at the movie and you just just take out Mickey Rourke and just add a little more Justin Hammer, the movie's the exact same. Yes, yeah, but probably better. or even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Outside I, of I, outside of that one one single scene, the only scene that Tony Stark the prison and, scene? and Mickey Rourke that's, have that's together, good. that's yeah. a great scene. It's the only one, but it doesn't like, mean anything because it never amounts to anything. Yeah, yeah. I think um, this film's biggest failing is that we never got more Justin Hammer. Yeah, I agree. I think this film's biggest failing is the fact that it it's trying to cram in two villains and doesn't give enough time to either. Yeah, sure. What I mean to say is you that know, that goes with the Justin Hammer thing, but like the Mickey Work thing is a massive failing. Right, but what what I mean what I mean to say is the the fact that this film did so poorly critically lent it lent to the fact that we've never seen Justin Hammer again, except in that one shot. Yeah, which was um, I think was him cool. making an element that his father discovered is a, a, a neat idea. I don't think it's executed well at all. I think it's really sweet that it's like, here's something for you, son, that I couldn't do. Well, you, I... you hate... Okay, hold on. First impressions? Uh, when you first saw Iron Man 2, if you remember, how did I, you feel? I think I liked it well, I liked when it. I first saw it. I it, I had Phantom Menace. Like, yeah, I'm tricking myself. No, again, I, I can I can tell you 100%. Yeah. I was just happy that they were expanding the universe, which is entirely what they wanted you to be happy about with this film. Yeah, yeah because I was happy that of, we got Nick Fury. We yes. got more of S.H.I.E.L.D. That we got Black Widow. I was, um, yeah. and that Coulson's yeah. going to Thor's hammer. I was like, dang, this was really great. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, Okay, but as its own movie, it's kind of yeah. not great. Yes. By the time, as an Iron Man movie. By the time I saw Iron Man 2, I did see Iron Man again, and I watched the end credits scene. I saw the whole... So when I saw Iron Man 2, I knew that Nick Fury was going to be in it. Or I knew when Nick Fury did show up, I'm like... Well, yeah, they were showing the them in the trailers. The, da- oh, the yeah. donut scene's in the trailer. Yeah. The stuff, yeah. With, the stuff with Nick Fury is actually pretty good. Okay, yeah. well, I knew of Nick Fury. I knew that Sam Jackson was going to be Nick Fury. And... I, what I distinctly remember is that I enjoyed Iron Man 2 a lot, but I kept was jazzing because at that point, when we saw Thor's Hammer, I was like, they're going to be making Avengers. It's a for sure thing. I they still can, didn't believe it. They can't not just show Thor right. and have this all interconnected and not give us the Avengers. And my dad's like, yeah, that sounds cool, man. No, That's Ryan, great. Ryan, to your credit, if any one of these films fell, yeah. we would never have gotten Avengers. Yeah. Like, it, like uh, they needed... They always had the goodwill of Iron Man to fall back on, but if none of these movies made any money 
if these films didn't make any money, yeah. no Avengers. Because like like Iron Man, like it's not Batman, but he's your regular dude. He's an entryway point, right? Then you start getting into World War II stuff. It's a little more niche. Then you straight get into Magic Aliens. And the Thor. magic aliens first. Switch. Yeah. Sorry. Thor sorry. came first. Yeah. Sorry. But you know what I mean. Like they start going these different genre routes, and like any one of these, you're right. If they one of them failed, then the Avengers probably wouldn't happen. Yeah. But every one of them was successful just enough where they get the big boys, and then the return for the sequel movies are bigger. Yes. Exactly. So it's like, man, it's just it worked out for everyone. They all they needed to do was get to Avengers. Yeah. And by Iron Man two, they mm-hmm. knew that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why Iron Man two is primarily a stepping stone film. Yeah. And it shows, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah like the uh, final fight sucks oh between God. all the drones. Oh, uh, it's yeah, boring. We, we talked about this, and I said, hands down, so boring. Uh, the final showdown of Iron Man 2 is the worst showdown in all of the MCU. Yeah. Like, when the drones hands start... Hands down, and full stop, that like, is the worst showdown. When the drones start turning on, it's like, oh, what's going on? Like, when, when War Machine gets hacked for the first time, like... When you see War Machine fully Bring suited up, up your thing. Why did see about, yeah. you, you make that Justin Hammer who handled all that, and yeah. then it's it's a better film. It's more concise. It's focused. Yeah. Also, why do you need drones when if you can just take over somebody else's pilot suit and like roadies? Because drones better. Yeah, this was a. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I brought up when we were watching the movie. I'm like, it doesn't even make sense why they would use drones if he was going to be able to hack Rhodey's suit. Why not hack all the suits with like actual military personnel in them? Because Tony and Rhodey can't shoot them down then. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. It makes it more that, that would make it harder to they counter needed, them. They needed cannon fodder for the yeah. end of the film. Uh, I know, I yeah, know, yeah. but I'm saying like as a plan, it makes no sense. Yeah, but I like the fight between Rhodey and Stark. Yeah, it's um, again the, the first one's awkwardly pretty, choreographed. Awkward, first yeah. one's pretty decent. Yeah, I have to say their dynamic yeah. makes it work. Yeah, I, I agree. Just, you know the scene where it's his birthday party and he's That's um, we're talking and about, he's yeah. wearing his suit. Mm-hmm. Yes, there. I was watching this for because I know that they it's it's like the suit stuff is all CGI but I'm just looking at um, there are times where he's wearing a, pr- a practical yeah, like plastic well, at that point they were still using just the chest yeah, okay yeah yeah but okay. I was like man that is I can't tell if that's practical CGI but that looks good yeah it's, uh, it's metal's a lot easier than like flesh Stanley's yeah. small cameos at the beginning is Larry King Larry King oh yeah hey Larry <laughs> um, I really like Gary Shanley yeah as yeah, the senator too. that whole scene that whole scene is excellent, mm-hmm. where it introduces yeah, Rhodey, uh-huh. where it introduces Hammer. You see, that's where the film shines. Sh- should have been focused. Yeah, and also the, the, whole... the dynamic of those three characters: Rhodey, Tony, and Hammer. Like when Tony, when they're telling, he's like, "Hey, other people might be making these suits," and Tony's like, "Oh yeah, here's North Korea, doesn't work. Here's Iran, doesn't work. Hey, look, there's Justin Hammer failing no, miserably." No, no, no. What I like is like ha- Hammer. Hammer, is that you, buddy? Hammer, you're on TV. <laughs> like it uh, replaced, that, that soldier replaced, survived, by the way. Replace Mickey Rourke's... No, that he dude did is not. dead. No, yeah. I know. That's the joke. <laughs> replace yeah. Mickey Rourke's rip, whiplash with somebody that Hammer put out there with deep, with faulty tech, but still enough to kind of rival Tony to yeah. put enough stress on him. That's And they're absolutely... They're just building everything better. Yeah. Ab- yeah. This film just needed to be more like, personal uh, and let itself be personal like spider-man homecoming where it had like a bunch of very c-list villains you know like like uh, like like sure uh, sure shocker uh, they could have totally done that with there's so many c-list iron man armor guys they like could have had yeah like whiplash but actually have them be like like a c-lister not an actual cool n- not character a, yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think um what was the shit <laughs> i forgot what i was gonna say no, i'm sorry it's okay, it's okay. Um, yeah, this film... What's the best thing about Iron Man 2? Oh. Uh, Sam Rockwell is Justin Hammer. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. And also, um, um, uh, Sparks, you and I were talking about this, how 
because this movie came out still in the Paramount banner. The like when he bleeps out the "f you, Mr. Stark." F- oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. I was saying Disney, that there right? are definitely some moments in some of these earlier, specifically in Iron Man two, but like some of these earlier MCU films. I'm like, Disney probably wouldn't have done that. No, no. like uh, not so much that Disney wouldn't be ballsy enough to do it now, but certainly as launching the MCU, Disney wouldn't have done it. One of, one of the things I did like about, um, and I think Dis- I think. The MCU under Disney is successful because of mm. what pa- the groundwork that Paramount laid. Yeah, sure. I think that we shouldn't. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. One of the one of the things I do like is the prop work that that uh, RDJ uses. Sorry, Robert Downey Jr. Um, and uh, I'm gonna run that into the ground. <laughs> um, and the I have, uh, I have unleashed a monster. The bit the bit where he he has it he has it and then he puts it back in and he twists it to turn on the and the then prop. He pops it, but the prop won't won't turn on at first. So he's like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and he just. Oh, okay. Uh, I like that he just goes with that, and yeah. clearly a prop malfunction there, mm-hmm. but they were able to keep it in. I think that that works really well. Man, there are a lot of times where, because there, there's that, and also when he forgot his line in Avengers where he goes, that man is playing Galaga. He has a lot of great I mean, improv like, moments. We're talking shit on this movie, but like he's still great. Yes. Yes. T- Tony yes. Stark and Pepper Potts, like a lot of the characters still Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle really coming good. in as Rhodey is it's just already like, a, yeah, like a plot much better choices, character. villain choices, like a lot of. I, I like, know. I like. Um, well, so so two things about Shield I want to touch on. I love uh, Nick Fury's bit when they're in the, when they're in Malibu uh-huh. when he says. Uh, by the way, I always forget that the Iron Man films take place in L.A. California. Right. Yeah. Um, he's there and Randy Donuts. <laughs> yeah, that's always something that, that I always forget. But when he's like, so he leaves Howard Stark stuff. It's like, so you got this, right? You got this. I got a. I got an eleven o'clock. You got this. It was like, wait, what? What are you doing? So I'll see you later. And, and also, and then Coulson's moment. One of my favorite Coulson moments is. Just, oh yeah, yeah. Is when he's just like, just so you know, if you try to if you try to do anything, I'm going to tase you and watch Super Nanny while you while you drool out into the floor. I think yeah. I think that's really good stuff. Also, even uh, Sam Jack uh, Nick Fury says, "Hey, I got a situation. You dude, my priority list. I'm full. I got a situation in the Southwest. Oh yeah, on here. My and world doesn't revolve around you, Tony. Yeah." What is the what is the one? Uh, I actually think the Southwest at the time period he's referring to, if I'm correct, you can tell me, Brandon, is the is the Hulk. I think so, because he says the Southwest region and Southwest of LA that that's that's going to be down near Brazil, Peru. No, Brazil is on the opposite end. Brazil is closer to New York. Down the, down near South America. Thor hasn't yeah. happened at this point because Thor because. The beginning all that all that happens is the hammer fell. Yeah, yeah, and so, that's and that's later in the film. So it could be that could be what happens. Uh, um, um, it could be also. It be doesn't some, matter. It could also be something else. It yeah, could, it, it could, could just, just be, be a throwaway line. No, nah, according to the comic, it's definitely. Well, the comic doesn't address <laughs> that. Um, Leslie Bibb comes back as Christine Everhart. Yeah, yes. that's cool. Yeah. Um, I oh yeah, this film could also be subtitled Iron Man Two. The mute button's real cool, ain't it? Oh yeah. Every, like every other sequence, every sequence where there is a screen, Tony Stark is either saying or pushing mute, is and it bugged me after is a he? while. I don't, I don't even every single time. I don't even know what you're talking there's about. There's a there's a bit where there's a bit where he where he's like, so what does this look like? Oh, blah 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 blah. Pepper comes in mute. When they're on the plane, going he going, mutes Gary oh. Shandling on the plane. Oh, he mutes okay, Bill yeah, O'Reilly yeah. in the office. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, he, he mutes uh, Mickey Rourke towards the end, uh, before he goes to the Stark Expo. Uh, so I'm just like, ooh. Oh, Olivia Munn's in this movie. Uh, uh, yes. She is. Yep, she is. Uh, there's a lot of people talking over each other at once in this movie. Yeah. 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 Especially when it's Sam Rockwell and Robert Downey Jr. in a room together. Yeah. Which is why I'm like, man, it should have just been these yeah. guys. Uh, Don Cheadle and him do it pretty well, too. 
Yeah. They work together. Yeah, they, they really just do. do. They're good. They're, he's good. I don't think Terrence Howard is good as impro- as good as improv. No, no, he's garbage. Well, I think you know Jeff Bridges had said like the improv was difficult for him in Iron Man, but he was able to do it. Yeah, yeah. right. I don't think Terrence Howard ever got to that point. No. no. Um, the suit up scene remains awesome. Yeah. You know which one I oh, mean. Yeah. The the the, the, the one right one? out of the suit. Yeah, oh, the suitcase. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. Real like cool. I, I I still think it's super dumb that like that's our villain, but it still gives us like a really badass scene of a suitcase uh, uh, Iron Man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Again, we have an unnecessary happy sequence. I don't. F- I th- well, I'm okay, fine you know with what, that. You know I'm fine se- with that one. That sequence in the in the when the when both Happy and Pepper go into the racetrack, I'm like, why did Pepper need to be there? Happy has the suit. Pepper's He's the, the driver. So don't put your CEO in harm's way. Hey, man, they're going to a big fancy gal. It's Elon Musk is there. It's where the fancy people go. But th- Pepper doesn't need to go on the racetrack. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, she. Yeah. Why is why, Pepper? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I mean, you. Yeah. Why? Is she I, I agree with you. There are many levels of problems. I Actually, I that stand- bothers me. Thank you. Why are you putting yourself in harm's way? Why doesn't Happy just go? Happy has the suitcase. That's a great point. And she even, she even handcuffs herself to it. She doesn't have it. She doesn't have it until the end. Till the end of that sequence, she does not hold onto the suitcase. Happy is forever holding onto the suitcase, even when he is driving. He's happy is the one who is handcuffed yeah. to the suitcase. Pepper never ever needs to be in that moment. Hey guys, I think this movie might be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate uh, it so no, much. Yeah, I, I didn't uh, realize the 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 Rhodey versus Tony scene. While while neat, it, it's definitely really awkward, it's clumsy, yeah. it's and, clumsy. And, and clumsy looking. Definitely. Uh, the drunk scene isn't expanded enough in the plot to matter. It's just kind of like a hey, we know that something happens in the comics a little. So here's I here's almost, a hey I. I almost wish they just didn't do anything with alcohol because like agree. fans expect that. But again, also people are allowed to drink once and go a little crazy. But people so. are people are still complaining they've never done the demon in the bottle story because it, it is a core aspect of that character that adds a lot more tragedy to him. That if they you just look at ignore. it, if you look at it like the Iron Man films are a lot of Tony like learning to overcome his vices. This was the time to do it. Yeah. And uh, again, I go back to if they'd focused on just a, a competition between him and Hammer and and then the yeah. Tony and and figuring out his the palladium killing him thing. The, the the film would be a lot more concise. You could have the room. They to have also done that story. they kind of replaced that, that Tony the... was letting himself e- even go so far as in the plot to allow Rhodey and and Hammer to have been putting Tony in a bad spot because he was allowing himself to be because of drinking too much. Yeah, uh, they they kind of replaced the drinking stuff with uh, PTSD in Iron Man Three. Yes, which is did. a yeah, good, which is a pretty good part of that movie. I think it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, I know how you feel about the Howard Stark stuff, and I'm going to let you talk about it in a second, uh, th- where it goes. Oh. Uh, but I like I all like the, the old footage moments. I do, too. You and I both agreed on yeah. that. Like, we like all the, the, the old, connecting like, with Howard, and he's yeah. like, I don't get that impression of my dad, that he never told me he liked me, didn't tell me he loved me. Yeah. Uh, but he's got all these moments, and then that old footage where he's talking to Tony, he's like, Tony, I'm limited by the technology of my time. However, I agree with you, Ryan. Discovering the element is stupid. Yeah. And, and not only... <laughs> Is, was there an element that his father discovered that he couldn't create due to technology? This specific element is the thing that's going to keep him alive through with his arc reactor. And so he it's hit so it. Coincidental. And so he hit it in the design of map, the Stark Expo. In a map of an expo? Are you what the fuck? No, I don't care how smart you are. That's that's too crazy. And that's only, too crazy. And not only that, the placard says the key to the future. Because because it's, it's so it's, dumb. And so Fury comes and he leaves all this stuff from Howard but it's all the footage, but it has nothing else in it. And it's like, if you're S.H.I.E.L.D. and Howard trusts you this much, why wouldn't he have just locked in a thing that said, for Tony, how to make a new element? And it is it is a sweet moment. Yeah, the idea the idea is that the element isn't supposed to save, like, he doesn't have the foresight to think the element's going to save Tony's life. It's, he's, it, st- he's trying to 
create this element that Tony would then go on to do things with, like create unlimited energy. Of that course. doesn't bother like me. That, yeah. the, fact the fact that, that it's it is tied the cure. directly to his cure bothers me. Right. Because that is so coincidental and so like destiny like. Where I'm like, that's just some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think it's necessary. I mean, not I don't. I think in 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 the defense of this screenplay, I think it's necessary to give Tony that urgency to create that element that would then I agree about the poisoning it's yeah. just the execution is poor yeah no I agree I'm not I also, don't wanna... actually I noticed that the t- this time when I watched it and not the first time obviously because I because this was before Captain America before Coulson said hey I'm a huge fan he pulls out that shield thing that art deco shield what's this doing here he's like what's this because he's and then because he's a fan yeah he's like you a fan too and he's like oh no give me that and he's like perfectly I, level and Coulson's like I'm gonna use you it as a wedge. Disrespectful mother effer. <clears throat> yeah. no, I, I do like their. I do like. I think Clark Gregg and RDJ work work really well I, together. Stop yeah, it! I didn't Just say it. Stop I it. didn't say it. You didn't say it. Um, uh-huh. I think they work really well together, especially in that scene. And uh, and one of the things that always kind of like touched my heart a little bit is when 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 he he answers the phone towards the end and he thinks it's it's Coulson. Yeah. Because he's friends and he's, yeah, he yeah yeah he wants it to be Coulson. How's the land of enchantment? Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I, a lot. I did like that too. There's there's a, a great line. I forget like the exact quote, but Tony's like, "Well, you guys really need me," and Coulson's like, "Not as much as you think." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh damn. Okay. Uh, we need you. Yeah, you do. Uh, more than you know. Uh, not that much. Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Justin Hammer's uh, very obvious spray tan in the dinner oh, scene. His palms oh, are yeah. so orange. orange pants. <laughs> yeah, he's so good. That's a really great touch. Yeah. yeah, I really, really like it. He's like, I was down, I was down out of country, so of course I got tanned. Yeah, and it's like, no, no you didn't. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Go outside, dude. He's so good in this movie. He is I really wish good. they used him better. Yeah, what was I the, could you I could lose the whole Mickey Rourke thing. Yeah, me too. He's 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 probably the weakest. But I want film. my bird. I want, I want my, my bird. My, my bird. bird. My bird. No, what are you hey, talking man. about? This is the bird. I, Don't get so attached to things. And I, I I hate the just the final fight sequence where he's just in this giant it's suit. Lame. <sighs> it's so lame. It's the lamest it's showdown. Up. Again, with that. That his final suit is a mix between Whiplash and the Crimson Dynamo, who that's who his character is, is in the comics. So I'm like, why don't you just make him the Crimson Dynamo, who's a much cooler character than a dude with whips? And we'll and we'll get to it in our, again. In whips our, are just a bad player. We'll get into it on our second part, but much of Iron Man Three is a response to Iron Man Two. Well, and I he, love that movie. I baby. want to whip right. Tony Stark. Uh, that's what you want. Yeah. In general, the plot really meanders in that last hour towards its conclusion. Yeah. It's just kind oh, of like yeah, bouncing yeah. around without any real meaning to anything. Yeah. Like, pen- and, like Pepper, I get you want to stay and make sure everyone leaves the park safe and soundly, but can can you do it somewhere where there aren't? Oh, first appearance drones? of Peter Parker's in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot Son about that. Bitch. They've retconned that. They did. Um, <laughs> but can she maybe go to a place in the park that isn't surrounded by killer robots? That's that's how that uh, might blow when up. When we were watching Incredible Hulk, we were talking about uh, the guy who. Is at the college and he gets the pizza. Yeah, and he's later a teacher in Spider-Man: Homecoming. It's like, do you think that's Martin the same Star. character? And I'm like, if the little boy in Iron Man Two is Peter Parker, then this is the same. That's dude. a yeah. comedian, Martin Starr. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mike character. Matola said that. Yeah, said, actually said that on the, yeah, on yeah. the episode last time. Yeah, uh, yeah. So let me uh, tell you guys when. Okay, you go first. Yeah, uh, I just I wish um, one of the many things I wish this movie had changed is this is, was also the good time to do more in developing the relationship between Tony and Pepper. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And it's it's there, but it's not there enough. Yeah. Again, another thing where it's like you're juggling too many balls in the air. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I think the relationship in, in one is like real strong, and it then is. I think too it's like it kind of it was supposed to be the next step, and it, it doesn't I'm, it doesn't do all that. Yeah. It I like do. how like the scene at the Disney concert hall where they're where they you think they're gonna like 
you think they will, but they don't. And then Tony goes to grab a drink, and then shit. That's happens. a really cute moment, yeah. But this time, it's like it feels like Pepper is like ninety nine percent angry. Like when he finally gets. Well, the, she has a complete right to be. He, she does, obviously. But one of my favorite. I part- was going to make you an omelet and tell you, okay? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like she's like, "What? You're dying?" There, there's and Tony's like, "God damn it!" I yeah. There's time. there's good moments between them but the the development of them could be more especially yeah. because this is kind of the crux of where we're supposed to see their relationship start uh-huh. yeah one of the i want to talk about two things two two imagery two bits of scenery i like in this bit i like uh ricky rourke on the phone with the two guys hanging in the background that's oh, good yeah. I think that's that a good moment really cool. and his bird on his shoulder yeah i think that looks really cool and yeah. then the other one is i like how john favreau frames the conversation of the reveal that rdj was dying um and he and he it's only on. T- it's just on screen. Jumping off oh, the two screens that yeah, Black yeah. Widow's looking he, at. He moves the camera between the two screens <laughs> as they're talking, and it's clearly like an improv moment. Mm-hmm. I think that's played so well. I do I like, too. I yeah. like that. I like that bit a lot. Yeah. Those two uh, work well also, together. one thing I noticed, I caught is when, uh, um, um, when um, Black Widow and um, Pepper Potts go up to Justin Hammer saying, "Hey, stop the suits! What the heck are you doing?" And they're trying to go in and he's like no no get out of here he turns to the to the his guard and he's like man we gotta get these <laughs> bitches out of here blackwell's like oh no screw you punches him in the face and takes over yeah this is in many ways uh the mcu's legends of tomorrow season one yeah 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 okay it just it just like i feel like if they could go back they would alter things to fit more cohesively yeah, but they yeah. they they just jumbled too much there is a bit there's a bit towards the towards the end that always kind of uh frustrates me the and especially the rumor I heard about where who was supposed to be in Ant Man and the Wasp, when he says, uh, "You'll be seeing me, you'll be seeing me again," as oh, just hold off. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, clearly yeah. they wanted to use you again. Yeah, damn it. Uh, Why I'll is this movie not good? <laughs> I'll say. Uh, so up to this point, we had Iron Man and Incredible Hulk, and then Iron Man Two came out. After I saw this, I was like, oh no, because like I we had two winners up to this point, and I was like, oh man. Like I'm in, this got this had Uh-oh. me worried because I know Captain America and Thor were in production at that point. And I'm yeah. like, oh, this I didn't think it did, could be. Did bad. you really feel that worried when you saw it? No, not because wor- not worried like it like it was gonna ruin it. But I'm like, oh, this so they can be bad. I didn't think they. But could you be were bad. you were saying earlier you had Phantom Menace effects. So did you feel that initially, or did that set in after a couple of months? I think a couple, yeah, after a couple yeah, months. yeah. And then like the trailers for the movies <clears> came. I'm like, these look good, but like I got Iron Man. So the the post credit singer. Is Colson arriving? Colson arriving site. at the at the hammer. Yeah, at the side of the Mjolnir's landing. Is yeah. it New Mexico? New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. So then yeah. the last film on our journey, Thor. Thor. Uh, I think this is an under. First impressions. I think this is. I've always thought this film was pretty good. But I do too. Even going back, I think this film is an underrated gem in the I, MCU. I, 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 I not. Super I don't know if it's. Ah, man, I think Incredible Hulk is underrated. I think this is this is moderately. Of those two, I think Incredible Hulk is more underrated. Yeah, but the, they're they're both deserve more credit. For I sure. feel much in the same way about Incredible Hulk mm-hmm. that I do with Thor. Yeah, I, I think a lot. Besides feelings. Iron Man two, I think most of the Phase one is kind of underlooked. Yeah, even yeah. even even though Iron Man like is like the first one, and it's I would argue that First Avenger and Iron Man probably hold up pretty well in most people's minds. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, and I'm talking like I just, just don't see a lot of people. I'm talking like talking casual about, fans. Like I'm talking yeah. like you know, oh my mom. Or that kind of thing. Like I think she still thinks back on Iron Man and First Avenger a lot more, and like really? remembers things from it because it sticks with her longer. I don't know many regular people who like at the time were big Captain America people though. 
Yeah, I think but, it took. I think it took until Winter Soldier to really get there. Oh man, no, I I definitely know a lot of people who like First Avenger. They were they were Jones and Fork because wow. they they really enjoyed uh, literally Jonesing because they felt like it was a superhero Indiana Jones film. Yeah, what? Yeah, it's true. Um, I I think that those two films held a lot more sway with people than uh, the definitely other three more than Thor did. Yeah, like yeah. so. Thor is the shortest of the. MCU oh yeah, film. it was Definitely. seven minutes long. It's an hour uh, fifty-five. Yeah, it's an hour fifty-five, and I I think uh, the I think it's paced very well. I did too. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like Dutch angles and all. I I actually do really like how this film is shot. I'll be honest. I think the cinematography, especially in Asgard, is gorgeous. I, I do think there are a few times where he's too tight on the faces. I agree. I'll agree with that. Um, but again, the cinematography in Asgard is so good. And uh, okay, go, go on. No, go on. I, I was just gonna say. Um, the parallels between the design of Asgard and the design of New Mexico really help just kind of the, the cinematography of this Gold. movie. Um, the arc of Thor <clears throat> is so sweet, concise, and I think I think really well executed. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. the same thing for Loki in the opposite way, where you see this this person who thought he was this one thing and feels betrayed by his father. Yeah. And then I kind slowly... of, I kind of agree. Yeah. I kind of agree Do on Do you Loki. not like Loki in this? No, it's not that. It's that his I don't understand what he's trying to achieve from moment to moment. I that's fair. I think I can I can in, agree in with a that. sense in yeah. a sense where I don't it, I'm okay with me not understanding. I don't feel like they, they understood. Yeah. You know what? And, and that bothers me. And I'll, I'll I'll challenge that a bit. I think that he feels much in the same way that Thor does. I think he's 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 blinded by his emotions. So I, he doesn't really might have a plan. He's just going off No, his... I, I actually think I think Thor and Loki have the same idea, but they go about it in two different ways. Mm. I think Thor and Loki both want to destroy Jotunheim. Oh yeah. I yeah. think that is the goal for both of them and they, they both feel that that'll that'll give them their fathers uh, that will give them Odin's uh appreciation. And Thor learns not to do that Thor where Loki's to... like, oh I have to do this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what's going on. I don't know to Sparks' point that this will uh, that this does that it does it well. I don't know if in Loki's case it does it well. Uh, I don't. I'll I'll be pretty specific here. I'm not. Nothing tracks with me after he finds out he's a frost giant with how he feels about it. Mm-hmm. After the initial scene, nothing uh, until until he's facing Thor at the end. And uh, it, it's it's the part where Thor says, this is madness. And he's just like, is it? Is it? Is it? And it's like, do you know what you're doing? See, again, I, and I, I guess and I like think I said, he's blinded by his emotions. And That's I'm why o- he doesn't know. I'm okay with it. Again, I'm referring to like, yeah. I'm okay with not understanding it. I'm okay with Loki not understanding it. I get the f- impression that they didn't even understand what they were going for because yeah. I feel like it's never clear. Yeah. Loki's a little jumbled narratively in this film. Sure. Uh, you know who I think is really good in this movie? Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> best Boy, that's that's gonna be really hard to <laughs> to lower that. Hell yeah! Um, Full power of the Odin Force. Yeah, I think I think Anthony Hopkins. Did it look like a penis though? No. Um, <laughs> I think Anthony Hopkins is real good in this in this movie, and there are it's the subtlety in his performance that you could tell that he gave a shit in this movie. In this one, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh-huh. after we just went <laughs> well, subtlety in no, his performance. No, tra- I I agree with you. Track I'm laughing that at that moment though. Track that whole sequence when he's when he's when you see his his kind of like quiet rage <clears throat> bubbling in and then Loki ste- and then Loki steps in and that's when he's just like, "Okay, no, shut up. I'm yeah. I'm the father. I'm, I'm not, lecturing." I'm not contending you. I was saying the humor of just when Sure, I get that, but I just I wanted to talk about that moment because that moment is incredibly <clears throat> emotionally charged for all three actors involved. Uh, uh, like 
all of those scenes with with Odin up and like up until he falls over, they're all uh, showing a different range of extreme emotion. Mm-hmm. Like when he's when he's uh, crowning Thor, he doesn't want to because Thor's not ready. But like you see the tears in his eyes, like and he he's like he's taking such a long time to say the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and luckily Thor, he doesn't have to. My firstborn. Yeah, and, and he's like looking around the room like with tears that's in his eyes. Uh, and then he's the, like, oh yeah, they don't know about Hela. I should probably... Uh, uh, that's a spoiler, shit. buddy. That's a spoiler. Well, and then yet. like, and then with Loki, like, like he's getting weaker and weaker and he's like, I just want to protect you, son. Like, I wish there was... I wish like, I had a better answer. Why do you twist my words? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I gotta go to sleep now. Bye. But that, that <laughs> moment, man, oh god, that moment with, with between him and Thor and... Where he's and, like, tell and the, me! And, the, and the, when he's in the, in the moment with him and Thor when he's I now take from you your power. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and yours, and I cast you. And he like throws, it, and then when he throws in the, like, I'm gonna uh, rip off these two. What are these? <laughs> Subplanets, I think. Yeah, no, the the, like, You're the armor, It feels like that was. It feels like that was Anthony Hopkins improving. <clears throat> Uh, because, I don't know. Because what it feels like to me is like Anthony Hopkins is like, I'm angry. I need to do something to express how angry I am. He's just ripping shit off of I, Thor. I would say that those things are kind of like Asgardian uh, war decorations. No, they're nothing. I, uh, they're nothing. They're just part but of the still, costume. But still, he's like, they're like costume. You're wor- you're do you know un- why they're there? Because they're there in the comics. Yeah. That's but why still, they're there. You're unworthy. You're unworthy. And I cast you out. Uh, did we cover first impressions? No. I was okay. about first to say first impressions. If you remember Thor. Yeah. I was about to say my first impressions. But first I remember... Uh, what do you think of RDJ in this, Ben? Uh, he wasn't in it. Who's RDJ? Oh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Got it. Thank you. Uh, 2011. This was the year after I graduated high school. Okay. Um, I was the only person in my friend group excited about Thor. Yeah. Because a lot of people thought Thor looked real dumb. Like, wow, why am I going to go watch this Medieval Times bullshit? And I'm like, <laughs> guys, I promise you, it's, I, I think it's going to be better than that. <laughs> and luckily, I thought it was. I saw Thor, I want to say three times in theaters, yeah. once in 3D. Ooh, I definitely saw it in 3D because I, I was d- 3D. I was dumb and I was like, I'm gonna see all these movies in 3D. I saw, um, I was looking. For, I was to my some yeah. I think some of my friends were like, man, this looks stupid. Like, but guys, it's Thor. He's the god of thunder. It's like, yeah, we get. It, but, but people who don't know comics don't. Yeah, know they that, do because yeah. I had to tell them was like, guys, Thor's in the Avengers because of the we're getting the Avengers. We got one more movie. That's Captain America. Then we're gonna get the Avengers. And then once again, they hadn't Casey, announced Avengers at that point, right? I think no, they had. They had. Yeah, okay. they had. yeah. When when Thor and Captain America were coming along, we knew the we Avengers knew. was coming. Because at the okay. end of the credit scene, of Thor says Thor will return Turn in the Avengers. In the Avengers. Right. I just don't remember if they had officially announced the film was in production. They, at that they point. had. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was that year at Comic Con they announced Avengers, and then Thor was coming out, right? Um, or did it get announced mm, at Comic Con the year before? Not. I don't remember. But, uh, but the point is, I had a bunch of Casey Casuals come up to me and like. Does Thor look good? I don't think it looks good. I'm like, go guys, we should probably go see Thor. And they're like, yeah, but but Avengers, think of Avengers. So so Ben's whole thing is that he was just waiting for the team up movie. Yes, and he was, was like, these individual the, movies are whatever. No, no, I need the team no, up movie because mo- that's been the thing you've said every single one of these films is like, oh, but we'll get Avengers. <laughs> Because that was the big thing. I have a feeling you don't remember your first impressions. No, and you're kind of just vamping. I saw <laughs> Thor three times in movies. I really liked Thor. I like Thor a lot. I believe you, Ben. I know you like Thor a lot. Thor's a, Thor's a good movie. I'm just saying that I knew what was coming up next. So, Brandon, you and I knew what was coming up next. So how could I not be excited? Joss Whedon was announced to uh, pen and direct July 2010. So it was actually earlier than the movies were released. Uh, Iron Man 2. Yeah. So it was right around the time of Iron Man 2. Yeah. Okay, so we we knew this movie was coming come hell or high water. I yes. still didn't believe it, especially like Joss Whedon's like the best possible choice and I'm like this is too good to be true. I it still... was at the time. Yeah, yes it was. <laughs> hey, that first movie is still great. But uh That first movie is great. And like mm-hmm. I I you know, I was still just like 
I'll see it when I believe it. Hey, the it. Warriors three are great here. I, the war- I think so. This I, is the best. Yeah. Mo- um, I, I Brandon, I know we one. This movie and Throw the Dark World, the Warriors three shine a lot. No, I they spe- don't. Nobody talking about not. the Dark World. No, they don't. They shine. They have good moments in Ben. The- like two of them are. One of them is like in the beginning of the film and then left behind. Yeah, oh, fuck, that's like, right. for real, and, then, and then two of them are just used as additions to help Loki escape. Let's please let's let's not talk about Dark World. We I'm just saying, like, because it was literally my note. The, yeah. the Warriors three are good here. Are. It's a shame they're not used better in Dark right. World. Yeah. I, uh, right. I, think, gonna, I think defend. Josh Dallas. I think Josh Dallas is the Ha-ha! only weak. The only weak one. If he has only, the least to do. If only because I prefer Zachary Levi as yo. He's totally flirting with Darcy right before they leave at the yeah. end. A hundred percent. I oh, didn't yeah. catch that Hell till this yeah. time, and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> the, what? The fight on Jotunheim is really cool. Oh it's yeah, nice. yeah it I is. think that's really rad. Run along, little prince. You mean how it's uh, the the Damn. same fight scene from the beginning of uh, the Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok, but except it's in, in a, in yeah. a different <laughs> in a different uh, realm. <laughs> yeah, I like the I like the bit where he's. Um, yeah, the bit is like run along with, and he's just like, and look, he's like, oh, Damn. Damn. <laughs> uh It is a. Solid opening to the film with Thor getting hit by a van and then jumping backwards. Yes. Yeah. That was a good way to start rather yes. than just starting at 956 AD when uh-huh. Odin was fighting. Yeah. That was a good choice. Yeah. Uh, although I really like that sequence also. Asgard looks great in this film. Man, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think Asgard never looked better than in this movie. I asked you the exact question. Like, yeah. So I, that that's, why, seen, that's why yeah. I started paying attention to it after you asked me while we were watching it. And I'm like, yeah, it looks the best in this film. It has the most uh, style. I think it's more gold. It's, yeah. it's very, it, it looks like a. It looks unique, yeah, and in Dark World, it, in Dark World, even more than Ragnarok, I'd argue. But in Dark World, it looks very generic. Yeah. Yes, but in, um, in this one, it's it's very shiny. The costumes like stand it. out too. I love. The I really costumes. like the costume design in this movie. Yeah. I oh, really yeah. do. I think the costume I love the frost giant. Really good. Look, like I love yeah. it when the warriors, when Sif and the warriors three are walking down the street, and those guys are like, "Yeah, Robin Hood, Xena." Yeah, <laughs> no, but then one of them like is like, "Is there a Renaissance yeah. Fair in town?" The the scene where where they're outside of the door of the diner, and there's like. They're just like frozen. Found in- you! Found you! Found you! Man, that's a good laugh. But even even then, when Thor first goes, he's like, this mortal throne has grown weary. I require what, sustenance. One of my favorite lines in this movie comes from one of the Warriors 3, which is, do not mistake my appetite for apathy! I love that line. That's you, one of my favorite lines. And you know what? You, but the moment the Warriors 3 walk into the walk into the, the, the banquet hall that Thor has just tipped over, you get immediately who these people are and their, yep. relationship, uh, their relationship with Thor. That script is so strong when they walk in because you yeah. just see, what happened? Fedril, here's a fact about you. Lady Sif, here's something cool. Like, we're learning about <laughs> everyone. Much, yeah. much like it's cool to look back and see how far, like, characters like Coulson or, or Steve have come, uh, looking at Chris Hemsworth's performance of Thor from here up to now yeah. is really something. Yeah. 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 Those, Those you've bleached he, eyebrows. I'd, I'd argue with him more than anyone else in the has MCU. Improved. You have watched an actor grow. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, definitely. as an actor, he has grown. What about Scarlett Johansson? I mean, I think she's definitely gotten better. No, she's definitely gotten better, but she was pretty much. I think a lot of that was just direction and writing in Iron Man two because she was pretty on it once Avengers hit. Yeah, I'm saying like Chris Hemsworth improved each time he came back to the role. That's true. You really watched an actor get better and better every he time brought you were something seeing him. new to the role every single time. He was ta- I was ta- I was watched a little quick uh, blurb on movies anywhere that they just had they just had like this tenth anniversary Thor. Wow, and uh, it was. Uh, and he was talking about it. I was like, yeah, I was able to do something different each time. Uh, I think what it is is that when this movie hit, I loved him as Thor because I thought he he quintessentially really well-defined Thor from the comics. Oh, yeah. By Thor Ragnarok, he has defined his own stamp on Thor. Yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's, a and that's the growth, yeah. and that's really awesome. Yeah. You hey. know, like these the other actors, a lot of them, they've, they said, this is my take. 
right from yeah. the bat. He had to like grow from the beginning of like yeah. what the comics were and what he wanted. To you do. know this. You know this film also. I think the supporting cast is really good in this movie. Yeah, I agree. I think even Darcy. Uh yeah, uh yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. even Darcy. I, I I think the whole supporting cast. I love. I forgot how funny Sitwell, Stellan Skarsgård. Sitwell first yeah. appearance. Sitwell. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Selvig's really good, and he's a oh, yeah. he's a mainstay throughout the series too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I just love how. <laughs> I always love the scene when they're in the bar and they're talking, and then they're doing they're drinking the boiler makers, and he looks over at Thor, and Thor's like putting it down. He's like, oh man, I can't let this competition. Kid, yeah. I can't let this young gun uh, <laughs> the, drink me out of the, the table. I still don't think you're the, the god, god of thunder, thunder. What but you, you should be. be. <laughs> yeah. What happened? We drank. We f- we drank. We fought. He made his ancestors proud. Yeah. Um. Oh, and the, like that the moment. So I want to talk about it. This really good moment that we just kind of glossed over when he when he goes to get the hammer and he can't lift it. Oh, he just drops uh. to the ground. And that moment where he's like that Screams moment at of the sky, defeated, absolute. Uh-huh. Defeat that he you just see him encapsulated his such a good moment. Yeah. His uh-huh. scream at the sky first is real good, yeah. too. Yeah. And then Hawkeye's that shot, there. you see him just like clenching his fist and shouting at the sky. I'm like, damn, yeah. that's pretty good. Hawkeye and, and Thor is better than Black Widow and Iron Man 2. I agree with that. I agree with that. Dead silence. It's small, <laughs> but I agree with it. Yeah, but but Clint Barton doesn't do the cool thing where he puts his legs on top of someone's head and does a cool flip. <laughs> like Black Widow does, so I'm gonna give it to ScarJo. I, uh, I also, I, I think, uh, I think Renner gets some good lines. Uh, uh-huh. You're gonna send more guys at him, or <laughs> starting to root for him. I'm, I'm starting, starting yeah. to root for him. Yeah, yep. uh, there are some great comedic bits in this movie, uh, like Thor getting hit with the van when they're trying to go look for him from the hospital. <laughs> the uh-huh. walking right yeah. behind it, they hit him again. Oh, uh, not again! And I'm then uh, trying to do this. The 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 moment in the pet store, like there's there's a lot of great comedy yeah. in this yeah. moment yeah. that that definitely was absent. It Dark comes, World. It comes from him. Fish out of water. Sh- it comes from him playing a straight man. Yeah. Yes, and I think and it works really works. well. Yeah. I need a horse. We don't have those. They're just cats, dogs, birds. They give me one of those. I like this to ride. <laughs> another, another crash. And like you see, you see him, you see him in the moment, in those moments grow. Uh, and it's only the moment that he's. It's only after the night that he spends with Jane that he that he realizes. Well, I'm here forever. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, not. Yeah, be this me. this. There's a lot of great emotion in this movie. Yeah. Um, I. To this day, like one of the standout moments for me is is from him going trying to get the hammer, mm-hmm. and then into the room where he's being interrogated by Coulson. Then Loki shows up. Oh, that's oh such I a, love that, that is that's a good scene. excellent scene. Can I can I come home? It's like mother has forbidden it. That is oh. an excellent scene. So good because you see his heart yeah. shatter, and, that's, and the, yeah. and that's the respect where, he has for Loki in that moment. Yeah. Because he's like, I, I understand. And that's where he, what you that's where he learns to be better. Because he's like, it's like Loki's like apologize, and Thor's like, no, I'm sorry, brother. Yeah. Like I made uh, it's my or fault. Thor, or Thor even saying like, thank you, thank you for coming. Because because in many ways, even though Loki's lying to him, Thor's correct. It is his fault. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's still a genuine like. It's a great heart-to-heart moment. Yeah, and then and when his friends, even sh- if it is one-sided, and then when his friends show up, and they're like, "Dude, your dad's not dying. He's just in the Odin sleep." And he's like, "Oh no!" Get that but another armor. thing we were talking about when we were watching the movie, the uh, story looks real good. Story does look good. Was Idris Elba as high? I wanted to bring him up because again, like after because from Thor Ragnarok, he's very much a Taika Waititi character. Where here, he is very solemn and he has like his very monotone. He's very much like an they didn't know They didn't know what they had with, yeah. with him. And I think that with that actor, I think Idris Elba becoming a bigger star after this movie yeah. uh, impacted how he was used in the later I films. Just, I, I like that take on the character and I kind of wish he would have stayed that way. But like, again, it's a character evolving, so I'm, it's fine. Sure. But I, I, I like the stoic voice and he, just, yeah. he never raises it. And yeah, I, I like... I like the bits in the Bifrost when when he's uh 
the 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 bits where he's explaining the how the Bifrost works, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel forced. Yeah, no. Um, I, I the this is also we talked about this in, the, in our Thor Ragnarok review, but the staff can be used to open the Bifrost. Yeah, this movie. I think that's just Odin being mega strong. Loki yeah. does it. <gasps> oh, yeah. This Super movie staff. is very bright and colorful. Yes, yes. And I really appreciate it. And that. a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a good score. Yes, it's got yeah, a good another a good theme. Uh. All of all of the films we were talking about today all had pretty good scores outside of Iron Man and Iron Man Two. Yes. Yeah. For some reason, both of those movies not great scores. Yeah, yeah. I really um, like the Thor soundtrack, which is a bummer. Yes, I think the Thor soundtrack is great. Uh, it, it's a shame that the theme didn't stick around. No, it, it does return in, in Ragnarok though. It does a little. Yeah. Uh, but it's a shame it wasn't a more consistent. We know this. Yes. That the themes aren't yeah. present enough in the films. That's uh, a big problem with the MCU. For yeah. interconnectivity, there's a Bruce Banner reference talking about gamma yes, radiation. Uh, there's the pioneering gamma radiation. There's also actually a reference to Ant Man. Um, the 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 we found out later, but the person that Selvig emails Hank Pym. Cool. I could believe that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I believe it. I believe it's, it. It's like it's a small thing. Yeah, it's a small thing. Yeah. Uh, Stan Lee's driving the truck to pull out the hammer. <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> Did yeah. it work? Uh, oh, uh, J. Michael Krasinski. J. Michael Krasinski. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's it. there too. Yeah, good comic book. Uh, so something we were noticing and talking about is his eyes are super duper blue. Oh yeah, not they're super bright and then they vanish and then. In the last twenty minutes of the movie, they're not. They're just completely. Normal. They just stop doing the contacts. It's, it's, like, it's not one yo, scene. What? It's the entire rest. It's of the, the entire movie. rest of the movie, and That's it bothered really me the entire and, time. And it's like, why did this happen? Yeah, because when he first is trying to, like, the first scene when you get the look on his face where he's uh, trying to ascend to the throne, his eyes are like crystal, crystal. bright blue, like like beautiful Mexican o- ocean water, yeah. like super clear. So, and then the end of the movie, they're dark blue, and like something, somebody so, messed up here. Someone screwed up. So. I love the bit when he sends the destroyer uh, after mm. Thor, and they're trying to get everyone away. And, and Thor says, "You know, we gotta, we gotta leave." And he, he's trying to talk to Loki. He's like, "Please, brother, whatever I've done to deserve yeah. this, I'm sorry. I'll take my life, sac- take save my him. life." So, that, and then and, he, and Thor and Loki, you know, the destroyer starts walking away, and then it like, just kills him. And that that moment, Backhand. that moment is brutal. You you hear the bones crack in his yeah. neck. The destroyer design is really great. I love the destroyer yeah. design. The way it rotates. That is so... It, when it looks Sif really stabs cool. him, and yeah. then yeah, 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 he does a full body around. rotation. is so wicked. It's the, really great. The best part about the whole movie is when he's lying there dead, and you just hear Odin, yeah. whoever so hold this hammer, if he be worthy. You see the... the the, the the hammer moving and shoots up yep. and he just grabs it lightning comes down and I'm like let's do this shit I mean that's that's great voiceover dubbing to for the moment but I would rather have Peter Dinklage saying he needs the hammer where's the hammer where's the hammer tree <laughs> <laughs> we, he needs the axe that's uh, what being dead means this is where we God. had the uh, son of coal line. oh what a good line uh, yeah. I have a shirt that says son of coal same that's a good one. yeah uh, yeah, the, the 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 fight with Thor when he gets this when he gets his when he gets his like armor look mm-hmm. and he, he summons a tornado and lifts the lifts the destroyer and destroys it. You you brought it up like they knew how to use the hammer correctly yep. right from the get go. You my... that was your first impression thing. You were like, yeah. as long as they use the hammer right. And the moment that the, the hammer the was flying through and spinning around, that's a you were classic like, Thor yep, thing. And I'm they like, got it. That's that's a really hard thing to pull off, and they did it effortlessly. The hammer, the yeah. hammer has always been a standout in these films. Yeah, yes. uh-huh. like they they just from the get go knew exactly how the, the hammer. The sound was design work. of it is great. Yeah. It always has been. Yeah, yeah. And one of the I things like that, that one of the things I like about about it, you know, one of the things I really like is he just puts he just lays it on Loki. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's yeah. an excellent moment it's where not, he just lays it on Loki. It's not heavy. Loki's just not they worthy just, to lift yeah. it. Yep. Yeah, it and then and then he can walk away from him. That's a really great yeah. moment. Yeah, I like that moment. Uh, Loki's. Uh, 
confrontation with Thor at the end is one of the standout moments I think for him in this movie. Is it? I, uh-huh. I think there's is a lot of the a lot of the in betweens don't necessarily land as well as I want them to. Specifically, I wish the scene he has with Freya was better. Yeah, I, I agree. considering mm-hmm. where things go, I, I wish that scene was was more yeah. impactful, especially because it's the first time we really spend a lot of time with her too. I like it's, how Loki uses the magic also, like on Jotunheim and, and with the <clears throat> and with the doubles on yes. the bridge. I yes. think you know the the little trickster god stuff. And I think really uh, well. he is a god of mischief, like the plan of like of bringing Laufey th- to the to the kingdom and then killing him to prove he's a hero. Like, man, that's some genius bad shit, my man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Destruction of the Bifrost. I do also really like the scene when he confronts Odin about who he is. Yeah. That's a great scene, too. Tell yeah. me! Yeah. I'm just another relic? Yeah. Or um, at the uh, at the end when he's being held at the Destruction of the Bifrost and, and Odin's holding them and uh, he's like, I did it all for you, father! Mm. I would have I would have done it! Yeah. And this... Yeah. Go on. And then and, and uh Odin's and he's like he's like Loki. No, Loki. No. no Loki. Yeah. And they just let but you feel Thor's pain as Loki drops. Yes. And you feel Loki's pain because he let those, it go. Those things those the, that moment and the one he has earlier with Odin, that that care for it makes the moment in Infinity War, I Loki Odin's, Odin's son, son. Yeah. Yep. works so well. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. And That's I think the I, full arc. I think we mentioned that on a review for Infinity War. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's it's good again, yeah. man. Stuff. Like it's really cool starting from the beginning and knowing where we end. Oh yeah, because like it's fully realized characters. Like again, like the MCU, it's this. You just they nothing else do, like it. There's nothing else no. like it. It's incredible. Watching when I was getting my tattoo done a few weeks ago, the um, my artist was having the ta- the Avengers play in his in his uh, shop. Nice. So I was looking back watching the Avengers. It was about right before the Battle of New York started, mm-hmm. and just watching that, it was like the whole fight scene on the helicarrier, and then right before, and then when Coulson dies. Um, I was just sitting there going, man, look how far we've gotten. Because when that and came that was out, only a couple of years. Yeah, because yeah. when that came out in 2012, that was the biggest thing ever. And look where we are now. Yeah, yeah always focusing on the team up film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry, hey. I like the team up films a lot. He just likes they, following RDJ. It's okay. It, ah. Oh, Robert Danger. <laughs> sorry, thank you, thank you. Um, no, look. So, I think that's a good way to, to end. This discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, what, so looking back, like phase one's pretty solid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. The only quote-unquote bad egg in that basket is It's not quote-unquote. It's definitely bad. No, yeah. it's, yeah. it's Iron a bad Man egg. is a bad movie. Iron Man 2. So That's, what's the... What's it, it, outside of the MCU, it would be like... Mm, yeah. Bummer. Yeah. yeah. So what's what's your favorite of the of these of these five films? Iron. What's your favorite of these ones? Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah. First Avenger. First Avenger. Avengers, yeah. No. Although I, I, I like Thor a lot more. I'll tell you what, all of these than, movies, than like, I, I, I like, I fundamentally like all these movies, even like the bad one, but I found something new to enjoy, and I think all of them. Because it's been a couple years for at least some yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely like, there There was something special about the experience this yeah. time. So, like, I, man, like, Thor's pretty good. Captain America's pretty good. Iron Man's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would good, say my favorite. I would say my favorite's Iron Man. Yeah, uh, mine's First Avenger. I asked. Uh, I asked our listeners Ooh. who uh, who what what their favorites were. We got a couple of uh, responses. Oh, sweet. Um, well, we got four responses. Uh, from Phil Better from the Phil Better Show. Hey, Phil Better Show, hey. which is the uh, which is a podcast on the Pave Media Network. <coughs> um, uh, he did, he said Iron Man. Um. And then the key thief says, "Hey Jen, probs Iron Man or Captain America." All right, good choices. And Platypus Gone Health Nut says, Who's that? "The logo on the bottom right," because <laughs> the picture is that's my girlfriend. 
That's pretty good. Uh, I got a different question. Uh, what's your favorite Sam Lee cameo of the batch? Of these ones? Yes, just these ones. Incredible oh. Hulk. Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Hulk with oh, the wow. Bottom. Actually, no, Thor. Th- Thor. I mean, they're all good. Yeah. They're all yeah. good. No, I mean, like, they're all good, but, like, yeah. what, what was your favorite of these? Yeah, that's, my, that's my favorite, Thor. Oh, wow. The one in Thor is my favorite because he's like, like, did I get it? I still imagine Stan Lee hulking out a little bit before dying. Like, on a heart attack. The Incredible Hulk is my favorite. It's like, Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty there. good. Um, okay, so uh, recap. The viewing order uh, that we all have agreed on at this point in our lives. Have we? Sure. I, I, I have now. I'm asking, is this is this your... This is... This is you changing. This is me changing my, my Listen, mind on this. Listen, dang. Because I, I was prepared it's to move Incredible Hulk after I remember. Too. You texted me. Don't like, negotiate with terrorists. The, the, the conversation I think I alluded to, I don't it's know okay. if I He's not said, the Ten Rings. <laughs> I think I, I said... By the way, Ten Rings gave uh, Mickey Rourke passes to... Uh, America in, yep. in Iron Man 2. Yep. Uh, fun fact. the You texted me that like you were prepared to move the Incredible Hulk, and I texted you that uh, I was also prepared to move the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> glad we came to this. <laughs> but in different ways. But yes, I think I think we're in all, all agreement. If you are going to watch these films in a continuity order, uh, it would be, or a marathon order, it would be Captain America, the First Avenger, Iron Man, the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor. Yes. Hypothetically... Captain Marvel will go after Captain America. Right. <laughs> Hypothetically. Captain Captain movie. We have to oh we have to see it to find out how true that is. Right. So the next special we were going to we we're going to do in a couple of weeks. And we're not going to make these a weekly thing cuz God help us. Um we got, we got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Um in a couple of weeks it's going to be Avengers, Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, Captain America the Winter Soldier. That's it. That's it? That's part That's 1. It. Four films? Yeah. Okay. Cuz we're doing part 1 and part 2, right? For phase two? Well, no, yeah, we're, we're, kind of. the way we're doing it in continuity order, we'll I can, just do it. In. I, I can tell you guys how it, how it is, but yeah, we don't need to do that here. Um, but yeah, okay. we're going up to Winter Soldier, what what Brandon just said. Yeah. So definitely check, definitely um, watch along with us if you'd like. Keep uh, emailing us your thoughts on on these films. Heck yeah. Uh, we'd, we'd greatly appreciate it. Um, we're on the road to Endgame. Camp. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yes. It's oh coming, guys. Man. I, I, I didn't like, I didn't realize we were going to be doing this thing, you know, until like, a couple weeks ago. And I'm so glad we're doing it. Yeah. yeah, this is fun. I'm I'm, I've always I'm, wanted yeah. to do something like I'm this. I'm really glad taking the time out to sit back and enjoy these movies and w- just revisit them again, especially with what's at the end of the road. Yeah. It's like, man, looking back on watching these movies, it's like, this is great. It's it's, it's kind of like playing all through Kingdom Hearts again. Yeah, except, except it makes not, sense. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it's not as confusing. Yeah. Um, so as you guys know, we uh, we as of last episode, we have a Patreon. We have some merchandise if you guys want to check those out. Um, all linked in the descriptions. Link down below. Link down below. Mm-hmm. Pointing. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you to Jeremy Bellucci uh, for all your contributions. Mike Matola for your contributions. Uh, we're at Fakener Pod at G- uh, we're at Fakener Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I've only done this for three years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> FakeNerdGuys at gmail.com. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben. Ben Magnet 27 on Instagram and Twitter. Right, right. I'm at the Marvel, sh- Marvel Shill account, DJ Tony Snark. Oh, did you deposit your, your check for Marvel? What? Because we're Marvel shills. We there's get a, paid by Marvel to give them good reviews. There's a check? Re- <laughs> yeah, we're paid by Marvel to give them good <sighs> reviews. I thought those were taxes. I threw them away. <laughs> <laughs> it was a million dollars. Oh, my God. <laughs> Iron Man 2, 10 out of 10. DJ Tony Snark. DJ Tony Snark. Uh, Sparks. Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. You know where to find us. Rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next time, guys, stay fake nerds. <laughs>